0: And welcome to the Salty Boys Podcast. Nine damage. Oh,
1: <laughs> It's the tree arm, Kevin! Oh my god,
2: tree arm, Captain! That form. I guess more basketballs, my
3: not <laughs> Since you guys were so fucking sneaky and like made these goblins play a pickup game of basketball.
0: <laughs> the Salty Boys Podcast. Right.
3: And welcome to not. Very salty boys. We're, um, We're like rusty fantasy boys. noir <laughs> boys. Ru- rusty boys. <laughs> We're e- Eberron boys? City boys? Ebby boys. Edging? Ebby <laughs> boys. <laughs> city boys. Just Edging don't boys. Don't get it. <laughs> Eberrononly.com. <laughs> we are playing a short little session today in the setting of Eberron. More specifically in the city of Sharn in the, count- in the kingdom of Breland, in the district of Dura in the, yeah. So quick disclaimer, the Eberron Rising from the Last War is a really good setting book if you want a ton of content. Uh, There is almost too much content to sift through. Um, However, the past week I've been kind of pouring through, pulling all the City of Sharn content together to uh, run like a short little um, fun game tonight. Um, There's an adventure in the back and we're going to be running through a bit of that. But first, we got to get introduced to our characters. Uh, clockwise, starting on my left, we have a returning member.
2: <clears throat> you might know me as Daphne Keen, but tonight, and maybe some other nights too, I'm playing the I'm playing Shub Intron.
3: He is the Shifter Artificer. It's a new class and a new race. So he's uh, taking on some some big shoes,
2: my man. One might call it the amazing race. <laughs>
1: Yeah. At least you don't call it the master race. <laughs> Not yet, at least. I'm getting a look. Here's
3: are stepping in my shower. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, who's crusading against the moon this one?
1: Oh! The Nazi moon.
3: Mm-hmm. Isn't there a movie about that? Iron Sky? Have you guys seen that? Dr. No. On Netflix?
1: God, dude, I don't even know. I started to watch it. It's about moon Nazis. I mean, there's a there's a movie about Hitler like being defeated by a kid now. Jojo Apparently, Rabbit. Yeah, I want to see that. Apparently it's real good. That's what I heard.
3: Yeah,
2: I saw Watership Down, too. I didn't like it too much.
1: <laughs> Why were there
3: cats everywhere singing? That was really weird. It was the Aristocats crossover. Oh. <laughs> it's oh, a so- crossover! <laughs> 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 it's
0: got Bob Saget in it.
3: <laughs> uh, next, we have our sound tech who's playing.
0: Hello,
4: I am Mr. Gussie.
1: <laughs> I'm playing a, uh, uh, a Warforged um ranger with the background of a far traveler and uh he is a robot of few words so the few words that he will actually speak directly i'm going to use a uh, good old voice to text over here a la stephen hawking <laughs> because it's hilarious and i can make him say <laughs> ridiculous things um so m- most of most of my narration is going to be third person very cool and last certainly not least
0: And I am Kronk, and I'm going to be playing a changeling uh, rogue who's going to be an assassin. Um, His name is Soth, but he has a persona of an elf named Arlen Atreus, and he does things.
3: Yeah. Um, One of the big details in uh, the city of Sharn is the control of the houses, uh, the dragon-marked houses. So each um, house has a special dragon mark. uh, And in particular, I think Soth... Slash Arlen Atreus is drawn to the houses of. Oh, give me a second. All right, he would likely be drawn to the split house of. I think it's the houses of Shadow. Uh, we shall see. She's a split. Now, now. House. house. <laughs> She's got a dragon mark. Letting it all hang out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, by the way, in honor of our former uh, podcast crew member who has moved to not here, <laughs> there's a bag of crunchy food I'm opening. Thank you, Simmons. It's not pub mix, but it'll do. <laughs>
3: um, so the houses of shadow are House Fiarlin and House Thorani, uh, and they just have a picture of the edgiest edge lords that ever that ever did edging. That ever
2: edged. oh, the
0: edging lords. Yeah. Uh,
2: Fjardlin so, and so egg- oh my god, <laughs> so
3: eggplant boy then. House Fiarlin and House Thorani, um, uh, known as the Shadow Schism. I'm gonna I'm gonna cringe reading this out. It resulted in a split between uh, so Fjardlin was the original one. Uh, Thorani was founded. Fjardlin offers entertainment and espionage. While Thorani operates in the Eastern Lands. As a rule, Thjarlon elves are better spies. Thirani agents are superior assassins, generally. So, um, I mean, it would be very in character for one to be a spy, but actually be on the other t- other side. You know, who knows? House of Shadow. So, um, that said, I want to tie you guys together. So, sort of how we started Saltmarsh. Uh, can I have a D20 roll from, uh, first from Shub? Determining his relationship to Mr. Gutsy. That would be a 19. 19. <laughs> dueling partner of. Interesting. Maybe Shub was a faster hand in the West. I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh, now we're talking about fast hands.
3: Uh, talking about edging, fast hands. It's <laughs> already starting to turn out really good.
0: Okay.
2: okay
3: it was so Mr. What,
1: Gutsy. He gave yeah, you a fast hand He was job. a dueling partner of Mr. Gutsy. Well, that that works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, discussed off mic, I'm trying to play Mr. Gutsy as a weird combination of, like, Clint Eastwood in every movie ever, and, like, a Vulcan, because Warforged just generally have a predilection towards order and can even be, like, neglecting of other things for that, so. To include social grace, <laughs> perhaps. And words, yeah just <laughs> namely words for mr gutsy okay let's see uh
3: mr gutsy's relationship to um arlen
2: there's an 18 you just throw a fucking brick on the table was
3: trained by Ooh, interesting right. maybe we can tweak that to say like is being trained by maybe you're like his city ambassador or something uh, He's training him in speech. <laughs> yeah. He's a speech
0: coach. All right, Mr. Gutsy. Now say, <laughs> Oh, I lost
3: it.
4: <laughs> no. <laughs> uh,
3: um, Arlen, let's see your bond with um, Shub. 16. 16. Lost a bet to Shub. <laughs> Bet you can't teach that Mr. Gutsy how to speak. <laughs> uh, next, um, do you want to since there's only three of us playing, um, do you guys want to determine a second bond? Do you want to determine it with each other or with another NPC?
1: Well, I figured this would be a good starter. As we did the Saltmarsh campaign, I figured that there's going to be more people joining us soon. So,
2: okay. We could also tie in us three because since I was since he's a dueling partner of mine, mm-hmm. Arlen trained. Um Arlen was training ah. um, Mr. Gutsy. Mr. Gutsy. That's that's gonna <laughs> <laughs> I keep looking at you, when I wanna call you big Nick, but then I look at your <laughs> name but no. So I think um at that point maybe like all three of us could just like have a some sort of connection like through training. Okay. Maybe like occasionally we've like sparred going and going out back is, and
3: practicing. Yeah. And, I was gonna say, is edging? it dueling like fighting or is it dueling like like gambling like debate
1: team debate
3: <laughs> team. i mean so this uh this is sort of an opportunity to go a little less um like full-on fantasy D, where it's you know swords and sorcery uh it can be um <laughs> like firearms it can be um uh, well not to say that it can't be sword fighting but that's it's up to you guys because well, you're you're training the magic arts. Well, so. and then
0: uh, what's uh, Mister Gutsy's? Is it a magic stuff? tool?
3: Because he like, does have. Is some he going to go
0: uh, firearms, or is he going to go martial weapons, or?
1: Yeah, I was. I mean, I've got, I've got plus four on on, because uh, it just preloaded a short sword, long bow, and dagger for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got plus four on the long bow and plus five on the sword and dagger. So I'm pretty pretty. Uh, uh, amphibious on weapon choices here. I was going to say, that kind of tells to me that it's
3: not a martial duel. That it's... Cause, Shooting uh, guns Shub, duel. I was going to say, Shube is uh, a magic user. And he's, as an artificer, it's going to be like a slightly more proficient um, magic user than you as a ranger will be. So maybe you're doing magic duels and maybe you, having had the court experience, have seen magic duels and are coaching uh, Mr. Gutsy on how they actually go down, what he needs to watch out for.
1: Uh, What's Mr. Gutsy's background? I'm a far (laughs) traveler. So I am born in a distant land. Um, What's it actually say? Oh, it's not going to crash.
0: No, but I mean in general, not uh, what you just picked. Like, uh, why is he here in this city with all of us?
1: I haven't gotten that far yet. Um, (laughs) I feel like as a war forged, um, you know, they were programmed. Excuse me, they were programmed to do certain things and then they kind of learned to fight their own programming. <clears throat> Man, I keep wanting to burp, but I can't. It's the worst. Um, so because
0: what if, um, uh, one of Arlen's like houses that he works for sent him to kind of train the warforge because they need him for something, okay? And yeah, maybe
1: like, like a quiggly down under kind of a thing,
0: like uh, maybe slightly in the way of just how not to be so much of a robot.
1: <laughs> okay, cool. So that that actually works well with the western theme. Like mm. uh, if you're familiar with the plot of Quigley Down Under, there's mm. so these people in Australia, actually the main villain is Alan Rickman, which okay. is amazing. Alan Rickman sends this letter out looking for the fastest gun in the west to help him with his So Hans Gruber sends for the fastest gun in the west. Bruce years. Willis, Bruce Willis, yes. Yes. Yeah. So uh Protagonist. Antagonist. He's it says antagonist. with a pest extermination problem. So he thinks he's going there to get rid of dingoes, but he's actually exterminating aboriginals. So mm-hmm. he ends up like he gets to the, the ranch and the guy's like, Cool, so you're gonna help me kill these Aboriginals? And he's like, What? No. <laughs> so but he's like the best like still marksman, the, like yeah. generic Western. Honestly, Gwiggly Down Under is one of my favorite westerns and it's in Australia. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm interested. But that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. Like maybe that they have they were in need of a sharpshooter, gunslinger mm-hmm. type. Yeah, uh, of bold action in few words. Mm-hmm. And but they needed uh, maybe we're maybe we're looking at like an undercover mission or something in the si- the city because I'm a far so, traveler, so I could be from the country, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. So there are um, quite a few
3: Warforged in Sharn, um, and there's actually you'll you'll see a bit that they're they actually experience a lot of prejudice. Um, and so they've kind of established an isolationist culture inside Sharn. So having a warforged from outside the city may be a new asset. Um, and maybe they've observed him. And your, part of your task is to see, is he really different? Or is he going to be like the rest that or we know about?
0: To use him to infiltrate the rest of the warforged. That's
3: a good point. Yeah. So I like that. Well, we can run with that. Um, I do want to tie you guys... I know I kind of gave it as an option, but I think I definitely want to tie you guys to at least one NPC. I have two here. Um, let me make a third just to... Um, I picked Seamus. <laughs> okay, so I'll give you an option. Second so for Seamus. <laughs> oh, a little quick on the... A little slow on the draw there, my friend. For Clarf. Um,
0: and then the one-handed, one-handed puny boy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh. You have it. Okay. You can have it if you want. But you want it to spray. Uh, I don't like I it know. But if you want it more than I do, I just wanted a sip. Okay.
3: <laughs> okay, so the two I have right now, um, one is a bartender, the other is a monk, like a like think a brewing monk. Uh and then the third is a Wizard. Just a regular old wizard. You got some names for us? Uh, n- not yet. Well, yeah, I'll give you names. Big Al, Fraldarius, and uh, where's the. Uh... Wizard. The wizard is.
0: <sighs> Peppa.
3: Peppa the Pig, <laughs> <laughs> Bombadil Rivendell. Oh
2: Jesus! Oh damn it!
1: They stole can't, that from Lord of the Rings. Can't mm-hmm.
2: fucking do that one.
1: I like Big Al the bartender. Let me. Let me. Uh, Why do we assume yeah. he's the bartender? Because he did Cause his order. I did. No. Okay. Nope. The the
3: the wizard's name is Congleton <laughs> Kurtle Snoot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: not much better. <laughs>
1: That it's objectively like shit. Mister <laughs> gunsey will never say those those words because I right. can't even type them.
3: <laughs> Congleton Colonel Snoot. Let's go
0: with Congo bum Colonel Food.
1: Okay, so we should
3: get his name wrong every
1: time. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: He's um, Charlie, and we're Charlie. You want angels. to roll a d twenty to see how you're related to Congleton Colonel Snoot?
0: Stranglebum Colonel Poop. Mm-hmm. One.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that one? That one <laughs> is a sibling of
0: no way <laughs> yeah oh Jesus <laughs> hey big brother <laughs> um, how no that like it's, actual
3: sibling yeah
1: I adoptive mean adoptive sibling could,
0: could be so he's actually a changeling
3: uh, how's that work <laughs> well I guess we'll find out Congleton
1: Snoot's brother Help me step brother. I'm stuck.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that could be that would be so bad. I quit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh uh sadly since you are his brother you would know this. Um Tragically, he went smell blind at a young age.
1: <laughs> I, I'm not making that up. <laughs> I'm so proud of you learning how to play the guitar and all. on account shit. of you being smell <laughs> blind. We we it's okay, mama. I learned how to play by ear. <laughs> if we
2: needed any more reason for this session to
0: go <laughs> <laughs> off rails. Too late. It is, the yeah.
3: Dewey Cox references me mm. now. Uh, shit. He, he was not raised with you, though. Yeah. So, um,
0: or wow! So, <laughs> <Yes>. or <while.
3: laughs> uh, call back. <laughs> that was well raised. <laughs> Shame you weren't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just making a quick couple notes. So, are you saying that his name is?
4: And throw cumber patch.
3: <laughs>
1: yes I'm yes, uh, not going to lie I'll, I'll pull back the curtain a little bit Every gnome
3: I use a Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> name generator <laughs> Because that's the only way I know how to name gnomes <laughs> um, Conkleton Curdle <sighs> Snoot Is he a gnome? He is a gnome, yeah How are we related? Don't worry about it <laughs> I'm a little tall <laughs> He's a little short you hey, ever seen is, twins? Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was
0: gonna say because it says changelings, you can't actually change your size. Oh, so he really is a midget. He, yeah,
3: he's either a midget changeling or just actually a gnome or <laughs> adoptive. I mean, you it, know the yeah. rest adoptive? of the stuff that comes out the shit. Well, that's him.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> he could also be a cousin. Would you rather be a brother?
0: Yeah, I am, I'm <laughs> imagining. I, th- I
3: think that's why. <laughs> Wait, brother? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's It's like even as a half elf, that doesn't make sense.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um, he gets letters in the mail every month from this gnome asking him to go bowling. <laughs> no, he is half elf. He's like half elf, hey ha- half elf, half gnome hey cousin. <laughs> we go bowling.
3: I mean, is that possible? I mean, anything's possible in Everon. That's what I've been told. <laughs> half war forged. <laughs> what happens in Sharn stays in Sharn. Half war forged. I love
1: it. <laughs> or forged. All <laughs> right, so you want me to roll a d twenty for uh, um, Benedict Cumberbatch here? Uh, well, what's your really well?
3: Yeah, I was going to have you choose between Fraldarius and Big Al. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I like Big Al. You Big son Al? of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a d20. There's an 8 is magically bound to. Big I Al. love it. I love it. What why are you in this bar? I
1: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, let me write that down. Yeah. Magically bound to Big Al. Mhm. And last so you're like notice. Big Al's weapon. Actually, out of the three, I think
3: Darius might be my favorite, so give me a D de- so just kill him immediately. <laughs> uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. Is indebted to. Huh. Sweet. Well oh uh, so I
2: do have a I do have a backstory. Okay. With um so he's a criminal. Mm-hmm. But he was—he um, did not want to be a criminal. He was—he was, he was mm. hunting. Okay. He was hunting with uh, some of his other shifters far off uh, in another direction. I'm not sure where. But Robin Hood. He was—he um, was hunting, and he kind of pulled a Dick Cheney. He has, <laughs> he, has a, he has a sickle. Okay. With him, and that he uses that for hunting, but. Yeah. He's not very good with it, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, but God. he like went to go swing it. It went into his friend's chest, uh huh, killed, killed him. him, okay. And so he, uh, helped you cover Fucking ran and he mm, came into he came into. Uh, I'm Daddy's talking. <laughs> so he, he came into town and was like looking for some help, and Fraudarius Darius
1: um, brewed him a beer. Hey, are, are you done?
4: Um, Sawyer, you need to shut your mouth before I shut it for you.
1: <laughs> this one's going to be so good. So, um, what race so are I'm, you? <laughs> I'm a shifter. So, so basically, I'm hearing yet another D.W. Cox clogged. reference. Yeah. What's, which one? So, you cut your brother in half with <laughs> a machete. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. Um, there's ah, a... I don't obey bad thing. So I cut my
3: brother in half. <laughs> so... Sharn is fucking big, like here's here's one tower. It's called the City of Towers. It's also called the City
1: of Daggers, among other things. Uh,
3: there's a big like breakdown.
1: Oh, uh, before we get too far, is it possible? Because there's no like firearms in the app. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, it's very. Ver- I forgot it's verticals. Uh. Oh. Yeah. Well, so it's when like.
2: we get to them.
3: Coruscant. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was just about to say. It's fantasy Coruscant.
2: Uh,
3: um, and there are airships and shit.
1: Can I? Can I like? Can we do the, something else for? Because I, I would li- mentally like to have a Winchester, uh <laughs> sidearm, like a revolver, and um, a dagger. I was going to say for now, we'll um, reflavor like, short bow, long bow. And like, crossbow. Yes. Yeah, like Longbow for the Winchester and, and hand crossbow for the repeater or yeah. the, the revolver. Yeah.
2: Okay. I'm just going to be Henry Cavill and reload my arms. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Pretty
0: cool. laughs> can I have a ship and we can name it the Millennial
1: Badger? Lone Star <laughs> Oh wait Sorry So since This is now A Dewey Cox Theme podcast
4: mm-hmm. The wrong Kid died <laughs> <laughs>
1: say,
3: say there uh, Mr. Gutsy You look like You got a story To tell <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay sorry I'm done derailing this podcast we uh, can continue with the no, don't worry we didn't start on rails <laughs> so do I know that Congo
0: uh, shit's bumblefoot is my brother or not
3: uh, I would say that's up to you I would say yes okay yeah um, so where we're going to start so <laughs> in Eberron big world in Corvair the continent in Breland the kingdom in Sharn the city in the lower central district of Sharn in Dura, the, um, uh, what's it called? Sector of Di- the city district in Harith's folly, which is the district oh, in Sa- God. Yeah. That's how big this, this like book is.
2: I'm already uh, cross eyed.
3: Yeah. Okay. So all you need to worry about now is Sharn. Sharn is our entire world. There's basically nothing outside of Sharn except for wherever Mr. Gets it came from. And we'll figure that out as we go. So. In Sharn, you guys are in Dura, which is in the lower part of the city. Um, in Harris Folly District, uh, basically the entire area is just a mishmash of like uh, insanely different architectural styles from being built over and built under. Uh, the whole place is a uh, sort of revitalized nightlife area. Um mm-hmm. It's sort of, sort of like one big sports bar. There's an aerial race that goes on called the Race of Eight Winds where um, contestants fly uh, winged beasts through here. So a lot of it is built around these giant rings. Um, so uh, there are lots of um, drinking establishments, restaurants, and things like that. So um, I'd like to kind of give you guys a spotlight one at a time as you enter um, a, uh, a bar that would be um, your like frequented spot. And I think it would make most sense to start with Mr. Gutsy because he is magically bound to
1: the bartender of this bar. Okay, so Mr. Gutsy, as discussed, far mm-hmm. traveler, uh, warforged forged, mm-hmm. uh ranger. So basically, again, imagine quickly down under, but a robot. Um, <clears throat> so I was magically bound to Big Al because as a far traveler, I answered an advertisement that had floated out into the, uh, I guess, wastelands, you could consider it, Um, after I had climbed out of my uh, pre-war vault bunker that Mm. I was assigned to. uh, It might be number 76. Okay. Um, That's a bad game. Anyways, (laughs) uh, so... Country roads, (laughs) take me home. Triggered. (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking at you, Sawyer. My heart... I hear you breathing heavy in the mic. To the he's, he's grinning at me. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so uh, the ad was actually uh, pretty legit, but mm-hmm. the uh, it was, I guess we could say co-opted.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so I basically wandered into this town as an answer to the ad, <clears throat> accidentally stumbled my way into Big Al's Tavern, and my out-of-town manners accidentally got me bound to him because I lost a ca- game of cards. I didn't have any money or at least not money that these people accept. So Big Al was like, uh, you're a robot, so pitter-patter. And I am now his uh, magically bound robot friend.
0: <laughs> oh, he could have one of those cool like, little lock things he puts in the back of your neck and turns it, and now you're <laughs> magically his.
3: I was going to say, he probably wouldn't enslave you. Um, no, he's not, not an enslavement, say, but yeah. basically
1: he's like, hey, uh, you owe me money, so do work for me, and you'll eventually earn it off. Okay. So Magic. indentured servitude.
3: Um so let me let me pitch something else just in case. Uh he so having traveled so far um you accumulated a lot of like road dirt and some like some maintenance issues. Um Big L might be pretty good at like helping Warforged like work out the kinks. So sort of the magical bond maybe that he he can repair you or you know, he can like work out some of the kinks that are going wrong. Um if if you experience any like weird warforged quirks um on the road. I feel like it would be a better I guess I don't I don't want to start you off on like a well, he is indebted. <laughs> um There's actually another table in here that I thought was pretty cool for well, it, could, it
1: could be a little bit of both, like maybe not like so maybe more like I needed repair, and so he's fixing me, but also I'm magically bound to him because I have to, like, pay him back. Uh, You could have, like, a... For some reason, I thought of, like, a key, like a
3: key slot. Maybe he has, like, a a master maintenance key that is, like, plugged in to you so that you can actually... I'm 29% key!
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's his chastity belt.
3: (laughs) Quick, I need to be able to... Uh, fuck mode <laughs> AR A- A- type fuck mode activated and- Have you <laughs> Have you seen uh, So there are regrets and debts That you can roll for
4: Fuck Shit. mode activated
3: <laughs> Have you seen the uh, New Vegas Like Mr. Fisty Oh my god no <laughs> uh, I just bad Doritos All over my computer <laughs> please, please assume the position <laughs> um, Yeah there are uh, You can roll for debts and regrets when uh, for character creation, Forgot no, no, <laughs> no r- regrets, no regrets. Um, anyway, sorry, I'm getting a little distracted. Um, so, the magical bind, magical binding. You want that to be? Um,
1: I was in need of repair. He fixed me, and I got to pay it off. Cool. And it's like quote unquote magical because technology is magic, mm-hmm. but also friendship is the real magnet because or magic because. <laughs> magnets how do they work big
2: al is my
4: friend
1: so big al is my only f- real friend mm. and friendship is magic so mm. that's how we're magically bound you're friends. the fucking
2: iron giant
3: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and friends don't let friends um <clears throat> lie be bots.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so i was gonna say eat pub mix on mic but you know
3: yeah so the uh, big al's uh bar it's called the broken drum uh a dirty sign under the uh uh, under the uh, title of the <laughs> of the bar reads, Welcome to the Broken Drum. Our drinks can't be beat. Please seat yourselves. <laughs> uh, it's some simple saloon doors that you can walk through. Um, inside is a smoke-filled jazz bar. Uh, in the corner, a player piano slowly uh, tinks out the, the same tune every hour. Um, with a, a lounge track being played. Uh, you see, Big Al behind the bar. He's a half-orc, uh, retired bard. Um, you know, he he told you a little bit about what he used to do, but uh, he doesn't like to talk about it too much. But when he sees you, he you know gives you a head tilt. Uh,
1: welcome back, uh, <clears throat> Mr. Gutsy. Just uh, gives him a nod uh, as a uh, as a robot. A few words. The only reply he says is. Yes. What do you have today? Yes. (laughs) That's what he says every time he wants a pint of oil.
3: All right. (laughs) Uh, He slides down. Um, So I I generally just have Warforge to be able to like drink and eat normally, but uh, oil is a sort of like a play on uh, words. So it is actually like a drink that you can order. Uh, So yeah, he pours you a a pint of oil.
1: (laughs) It's, like, it's a it's a half-orc uh, stout, mm. actually, is what it is. Yeah. It's uh,
2: 90% alcohol. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, so give me a rundown of what Mr. Gutsy looks like. Uh, Mr. Gutsy is your typical warforge. There's not a lot of visual variants on these guys. Uh, you know, it's a pretty standard steel with some generically wired-looking stuff under the steel plates. Okay. Um, so one interesting thing about Warforges is they have to incorporate their armor. So I actually wearing, I'm, I have scale mail. Mm-hmm. So, um, the, my chest and my like arm plates and my leg plates are like the same steel as my face, but like, just like with octagon <laughs> patterns, on them, which yeah. is the scale mail pretty much. Um, uh, but I'm wearing a poncho okay. and a very large, uh, Western hat. Okay. Um, Everywhere Mr. Gutsy goes, he carries his trusty Winchester and revolver, which is uh, a, actually a long bow and a hand crossbow. Bigger you know. hair known, he's here. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as a warforged, they have an ability to incorporate weapons into them, so he actually has a dagger concealed inside of his left arm uh, plate, I guess. Okay. Um, but he's, he's a very simple man. Or... Bot. Bot. Uh <laughs> You know, nothing, nothing too crazy. He's just very, okay, very plain. He takes a quiet seat at the bar. Well, um, Mr. Gutsy actually can't sit because his knees haven't been repaired yet. <laughs> he, le- he leans on a stool. I don't believe in knees. Oh, <laughs> well, they've been worn out. Uh, so, Mr. Gutsy also weighs like a thousand pounds, so he just would break everything. <laughs> I don't think he weighs a half a ton. <laughs> um. So, uh, next,
3: uh, like, our we get a camera pan from. Uh, Mr. Gutsy to a sort of uh, chunkier half elf um, in a uh, robe, in a brown robe with a uh, like a uh, a braided rope uh, around his waist, uh, and he has a a tonsure uh, haircut, so he's like bald right on top with the the hair in a band around. Um, he like turns, he's kind of got a rosy smile on his face and uh, raises a toast to um, to uh, Mr. Gutsy when. Uh, Shub walks in to the broken drum to meet his friend uh, Feraldarius
2: what does Fraudarius look like
3: so he is a half elf he's oh, you just a little bigger you just, sorry I didn't it's okay. slightly I thought, chunkier, for some, yeah. I
2: thought you were describing me for some, I was like that's not me
1: <laughs> so here's a little he's chunky. fat and gross and drunk He's <laughs> balding piece of
3: shit <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, He's not balding. He's
1: got a bowl cut.
3: <laughs> he has a is a bowl cut with, with like, a bald spot. <laughs> with,
2: with the Guy Fieri like
3: yeah, <laughs> frosted
1: tips, <with> like highlights. <laughs> yeah, but instead of a spike in the middle, it's just spiked around <clears> the side. sides. He's like Carlo <laughs> <Halo> is like <laughs> Darth Maul versus of Guy Fieri. He won Sharn's
3: worst haircut, 2010.
1: <laughs> <laughs> with I
3: call really Crown of it. Thorns, <laughs> 2010. <laughs> you times in see a row. that picture on the wall? That's me. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Um. Uh. But no, he he doesn't um shout over the music. But he uh he raises a glass to Mr. Gutsy and upon seeing you enter, he uh turns his body towards you and like opens it up and taps the stool for you to sit next to him.
2: He's gonna look over at uh, Mr. Gutsy real quick and just like give him a nod, mm-hmm. at, like as if we just had a pretty good sparring session. Yeah, uh, I might have racked his knees a little bit too. Ooh,
3: that's why his need to get repaired because dribbling the ball like <laughs> broke his ankles. Ooh, where am I going? Go?
2: I broke his motherfucking knees. Bitch.
3: <laughs> so uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's actually
1: basketball. <laughs> I love it <laughs> That's like the What the royalty does For dueling Is they do One on one Basketball 1v1 me bro <laughs> oh my god
0: Shirts versus blouses
1: <laughs> Oh my god This is gonna Make you pancakes When we're done Anybody want some pancakes <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck So uh, he's gonna
0: I'm <laughs> a jave, bitch <laughs>
2: Fuck he's- your couch. <laughs> <laughs> would uh, would Shub have a a usual drink at the bar?
3: Uh, oil is a, a a regular one, but um, uh, Big Al does have a like an experimental drink every now and then. So if you're feeling a little spicy, um, and it's usually discounted,
2: Shub usually goes for the kind of like out there mm-hmm. stuff. He, he's just looking to explore.
3: Yeah. Um, Big Al, uh, passes you a smaller glass than normal. It's about like half the size of the normal tankard. Um, but it's warm and you can see steam rising from the top. He's like, give that a shot. Tell me what you think. Oh, uh, he's going to down it. Yeah. It's, it's pretty warm. Uh, and he, uh, it's bitter. Uh, and he goes, I call it hot breakfast brown potion. What do you think?
2: you going to take a second and look and be like, mm. I think you might need to go back to the drawing board on that one, Al. He's
3: like, "Damn, I knew that wouldn't catch on," and uh, he kind of pours out the rest and uh, puts it back. It's like, and it's supposed to
1: give you a bump of energy, but whatever.
2: I mean, maybe it just, tasted
1: great. <laughs> maybe it just needs rebranding. It's it's now called uh, what was it? I don't know. Shitty breakfast line. <laughs> the <laughs> hot lunch. Yeah, there's the rebranding.
3: Um, there is. A, <laughs> I don't know how to incorporate this guy in, but. Fucking why not? There's a gnome wizard passed out at the end of the bar. <laughs> he's got the blue stars, stars and moon hat and everything. That's fucking tippy. He's, <laughs> he's got like a, a five o'clock shadow. I mean, it's it's like a midnight shadow. He's He hasn't shaved in probably days. Looking a little gross. Uh, got bags under his eyes. He looks over when he hears the liquid being poured out. Huh? Where? Oh, what day is it? Not even Tuesday. <laughs> uh, it's Tuesday. Uh, fuck! I think I'm late. Oh, my brother's gonna kill me. Uh, and he goes to step up out of the off of the stool when uh, Arlen, you find your brother who was supposed to meet you, is once again <laughs> passed out at this stupid bar. <laughs>
0: Oh, Congleton, you lout.
3: Oh, shit. No, sorry. That's the
0: captain. Congleton, <laughs> uh, you lout. I uh, can't trust you to do anything. Here you are passed out again.
3: I'm sorry, Arlen. Uh, time just got away no, from me. No, no more
0: excuses. Just, ah. Uh, and he walks up to the bar mm-hmm. and looks at Big Al and he says, spiced rum with a slice of orange peel and whatever fruit juice that's not spoiled.
3: Ah, uh. And he uh, turns and like puts down the spoiled fruit juice container that he had. (laughs) Um, uh, So he starts to work on your uh, fairly complicated drink. And then
0: while he's doing that, he says, so that robot gutsy of yours, has he been doing any better? No, he's saying that to Al.
3: Oh, to Al. Uh, He's like, "Um, I don't know. He's been... Getting the shit kicked out of him, from what I can tell.
0: And then Arlen just kind of does a facepalm like uh, Captain Picard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And shakes his head a little bit. Very nice. Number one. (laughs) Number.
2: Shub's going to look over at Arlen and be like, Hey, Arlen, I'm still waiting for that other drink that you owe me. After losing that card game.
0: Arlen looks at him uh, out of the corner of his eye, just exasperated. And he's like, if you must. We'll call it even. Not yet. He's going to give you a wink
2: in <laughs> the gun.
3: Uh, Big Al uh, hands a martini glass over to uh, to Arlen saying, as you wanted.
0: And then he takes it and throws it back and <laughs> says, just go ahead and get him whatever he wants and points over to um, uh, Sawyer's uh, character. Okay. <laughs> Shoot. Uh, um,
3: Big Al says, hey, speaking of debts, um, uh, Mr. Gutsy, uh I got word from a friend of mine, uh, Sergeant Vilroy, Jermaine Vilroy, uh, got in contact with me. I think I uh, may have found a way for you to pay off your debt a little early.
1: Uh, Mr. Gussie doesn't say anything, but his eyes, they're like camera lenses. <laughs> they they like do that <laughs> thing and get bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> like,
3: look, she works for the, the Sharn Watch. She wants you to meet her in the, uh, excuse me, at the uh, airship depot at the top of the, uh, at the top of the tower in central plateau that you can make it there by the, uh, before the end of the night. Yes. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Uh, sounds like it'll pay pretty well. So, uh, there may be a little danger involved, but I'm sure nothing you
1: can't handle as long as you can get those knees working. Uh, Mr. Gutsy just, uh, his, his eyes shutter back in mm-hmm. one, a little smaller, than the other one. And, um, Upon the uh, danger, he he like puts his left arm so that it's facing up and taps his his uh, uh, what is this called? Your upper arm, right? Yeah. Forearm. Forearm. There we go. <laughs> Two arm. <laughs> <laughs> the tree arm, Kevin. Oh, they got tree okay. arm, Captain. That's no,
0: good form.
1: <laughs> so he taps his forearm, mm-hmm. acknowledging that, and then uh, just completely disregards the knee remark, but mm-hmm. looks over at. Um, Uh, shoeb, and just uh,
2: at this point, I'm dribbling a basketball between my legs. (laughs) (laughs) It's a
3: Harlem Globetrotter. He starts shoeing. He's shoebin'.
2: Oh,
1: (laughs) I hope your character dies in a helicopter (laughs) crash. Oh, Oh, that's Kobe. (laughs) Kobe. it's not too early for that anyways <laughs> it's never too early <laughs> jokes about too it. soon it's, too early. <laughs> it's never too soon if it's funny Um. so but <laughs> at the knees comment uh, so Warforged can look in two different plays at the same time like <laughs> like Chameleon's <laughs> I'm uh, so. sorry. Just, uh, so there might be some danger.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no.
5: <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, like, he keeps, he turns his head, but keeps the one eye fixed on the bartender and just looks at uh, um, Shub. Um,
3: did you ever see how Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, studied, um, shit, he studied, like, eye movements for certain front, like, front facing predators? And I think he, I think he studied tigers before doing, like, the Terminator role. So if you watch him, his eyes, like, track in a very specific way that apparently, like, Predator's track. I always thought, like, Warforge might do do that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, but they can but. do it one eye at a time because there's two separate, there's a left and a right processor mm-hmm. for, for optics. Okay. So that they can, because they're, they're war machines. They're mm. supposed to be better than humans. So they can look at two completely different things at the same time and not get confused. Mm-hmm. You do lose depth perception, though. Yes. Okay, sex.
3: I was gonna ask um, if I could get a so, totally <laughs> what's he what's he looking at in two directions?
1: No, I told you like he <laughs> kept one eye on the bartender at okay. the knees comment and one eye on Shub. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that and then focused back on the bartender and okay. just leaned on the bar again. Uh, cool. I I'm not trying to shit on your ideas, <laughs> I promise. Um No, it just got lost in the laughter. <laughs>
3: So, <laughs> I just, it's like someone out of Pee Wee Herman's like, <laughs> what do you think, Mr. Gutsy? <laughs> uh, so, and then you masturbate in a the theater. <laughs>
0: oh,
2: Jesus.
3: Uh, in a helicopter.
0: Isn't that how we all got here?
3: Yeah. So Congleton uh, rubs his stubbled chin and is like, well, I think I'm going to take my leave. Um, I'll take care of that thing we talked about. Uh so I mean Arlen. Uh
0: Arlen rolls his eyes at her and he says, just get back to the house. They're waiting for you.
3: Uh yeah. And uh he hobbles off with his tiny little gnome legs. It's adorable. Um adorably annoying. <laughs> uh Fraldarius, um ha- ha- you realize at this point has been listening to this entire conversation. Like what a bunch of characters you've got here! I oh, need... Frau,
2: nice to see you again. Sorry about that. I meant to go sit with you, but then I got roped up into into this nonsense.
3: Well, it sounds like you've got a job. I guess so. Can't let a uh,
2: can't let old gutsy over there go alone.
3: Right. Well, it sounds like you'll have quite the story to tell when you get back, and uh, I do expect you to tell it always. <laughs> well, you know I'll I'll be here, so um. Anyway, good luck. Thank you. Um, and he's gonna he's gonna toss you a couple coins back. Whatever you,
2: whatever you want tonight, it's gonna be on me. Mm-hmm.
3: And He says, "Expect the, the favor to be returned." And uh, he like they go on the counter and he immediately slides them over to to Big Al, and uh, Big Al gives you a nod. Um, cool. So uh, you guys want to head over to meet with Sergeant Vilroy? Sure, Sergeant Germain Vilroy. <gasps> Ooh, it's book yep. content now, boys. Uh,
0: so, what's the background of uh, Shub?
2: So he was a um, <clears throat> he is a criminal just by um, just by matter of he didn't atone for his crime of. How long has he been in the city for? Uh, he hasn't been in for too long,
0: but mm. he's been in like maybe maybe like a couple months. I was gonna say maybe the bet was um, about whether or not someone was gonna win one of those races.
3: Ooh, the Ooh. yeah, maybe the the race of eight wins just happened recently
0: and uh Arlen was actually planning on killing the person
3: oh he was gonna fix the yeah, race that and it was didn't happen win. yeah <laughs> that's so good that happens quite a lot
1: in uh, in Sharn believe it or not um so you said the race just happened yeah in, in like the past week or so so Mr. Gutsy watched it and had one comment
4: no this is racing <laughs> yes uh,
1: i think they fly
3: like <laughs> they fly like wyverns and pterodactyls and yeah there's dinosaurs in Everon. <laughs> i don't think i mentioned that fuck, like yes. all dinosaurs yeah like velociraptors fuck. Fuck. yes Can i, have it to you? I <laughs> mean
1: my god mr gutsy's gonna get a look look velociraptor. At the back of the book that is a velociraptor
3: <laughs> it's it's freaking bats. <laughs> bats so uh yeah i mean it's not just like wyverns and like mini dragons and stuff that they, oh they fly anything and everything that they can. So there's, you know, I want to non- fly a organic. brontosaurus, magic <laughs> so, carpet rides. There's like non organic flyers as well. Um, like although I planes, I yeah, GMOs, yeah, airships, air <laughs> <GMOs. laughs>
1: freaking Monsanto dinosaurs,
3: they're non organic. Chemicals in the water turn the freaking frogs gay, turn um, a velociraptor's gay. Yeah. <laughs> um, So, uh, okay, yeah. You guys meet, uh, agree to meet Sergeant Jermaine Vilroy. (laughs) Um, uh, An orange glow covers the top of Lorandar Tower as the sun sinks in the sky. Above, the great airships of House Lorandar float like leviathans, surrounded by brilliant rings of elemental energy. Below, bridges crisscross at all levels of the city, connecting Sharn's great towers. The sounds of crying children, barking vendors... Cursing skycoach drivers and braying hippogriffs rise up to become a unique din that can only be heard in the city of towers. Each of you uh, carries a letter from Big Al, uh, from his acquaintance Sergeant Germain Vilroy of the Sharn Watch, that reads, "I'm calling on you for a job. I can't write the details, but it pays well and requires your skills. Meet me at the airship dock on top of Lorandar Tower. Come armed." Um, of course, he well, guys are already that's good acquainted. because
1: mister cutty Gutty's got two arms.
3: <laughs> he got both of them. He got both of them. Two uh, arms, Captain. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, da, da. So. Mm, it's a good time to make personal connections. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, as darkness descends on the city, you see windows light up towers around you from bottom to top. A cool wind whisks beneath you, drowning out the other noises of the city. A nearby lift rises, carrying a human in her mid-30s with close-cropped black hair and a glowing pipe in her mouth. Germaine gives a wry smile as she nods to you all, saying, Thanks for coming. Uh, almost immediately gets down to business. You're the ones that Big Al sent.
1: Just a nod from the robot. You can
3: <laughs> say that. <laughs> well, the sooner you can get the job done, the better. Uh, I have an appointment to meet with a, uh, a Warforge named Cole who claims to have knowledge of a crime having been committed in Old Sharn. Uh, I want you to meet up with her and see what, if she says, adds up. Uh, I'm worried that if I go uh, where we're scheduled to meet, that it'll draw undue attention and endanger the the informant. Uh,
0: oh my gosh.
3: Did you say a crime in Old Sharn? <laughs> yes.
0: So when has that ever happened before?
3: Many times, which uh, is exactly why... I'm not going myself. Uh, I can provide you with coin and a writ of enforcement. Um, Are these terms to your liking?
1: Another nod from the robot. Mm.
3: Uh, In that case, she hands you, uh, when you nod, a pouch of 25 gold and a uh, a small uh, piece of paper with a uh, uh, wax seal. Arlen stops her Mm -hmm. and says, this is worth more for my time. Uh, Make a persuasion check.
1: Uh, you said a wax seal what? A wax seal. Oh, oh, that's the Shit. writ thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a one, but it's a seven.
3: <laughs> yeah, she's like, this job's non-negotiable. He just shakes his head. But you will get 50 gold if you bring Cole in alive. Hmm. If I must. Uh, she says, you'll be meeting with Cole at uh, the Cog Carnival a bar in high walls uh, frequented by warforged um, at the, uh, at the appointed meeting time uh, at midnight. Uh, Again, she hands each of you uh, pouches of 25 gold promising 50, uh, 50 gold each. uh, If coal is brought back alive, Um, as long as you, (laughs) and the, uh, the writ of enforcement ensures that you will have authority As long as you don't engage in flagrantly illegal activity. So,
1: and Mister Gutsy puts the uh, the star, (laughs) yeah, the star right there. (laughs) He
3: origami's it into a
1: star and pins it to (laughs) yeah, Uh, pins it to his poncho. Does the
2: star have a name by any
3: chance? The writ of enforcement. His name is David. Oh, oh, wait, wait, ah!
1: no, said David,
2: David, (laughs) uh. Shub's going to kind of look over at, um, at old Gutsy over there and be like, I think you might need to take point on this one. The war, if it's a war forged bar, they might not take too kindly to the likes of us.
4: Yes.
0: <laughs> so it sounds like what we discussed will come in handy.
1: Yeah. So, uh, war forged, um, warforged forged bar. Mm-hmm. Here we come. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So the, uh, the neighborhood of High Walls in Lower Tavik's Landing is a district mostly enclosed by walls. It'll take you about an hour to get there, so it'll put you right about at the meeting time. Um, all of the bridges from other districts to High Walls have massive, magically warded gates that can be sealed at a moment's notice. Each gate incorporates a fortified Sharn Watch station. The neighborhood is home to refugees of the last war, mainly the displaced peoples of Sire. Uh, the stench uh, as you arrive uh, close to high walls, the stench of body odor, garbage and tobacco mixed together in the streets. High walls cut this district's crumbling vandalized buildings off from the rest of Sharn, though towers rise over the walls like imposing sentries, Many people stand idly on street corners, eyeing you suspiciously and keeping them to keeping to themselves. Um, So as you start to pass through uh, this security checkpoint, uh, there are a few guards patting down some individuals and, uh, like searching through the things, uh, identification and stuff. Um, One uh, comes over to look at you and sees that you have the writ of enforcement um, and then just with a, like a two fingered wave waves you through and then sees that the rest of you also have that. Um, It is fairly easy to find the cog carnival. Um, Once you're in, it is uh, pretty busy. It's a sort of smaller uh, building, but uh, out back is fenced off and you can see lights and festivities and people yelling and laughing. Um, uh, there's a huge, uh, metal gear. Um, <laughs> is it, is it, geez, is is it a metal cog <laughs> <It's liquid. laughs> above the bar? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Neto machine, son. Uh, it's a dilapidated warforged dive bar. Uh, Outside, uh, the crumbling stone is marred with graffiti that say things like forged or scrap and leave metal heads. Um, Out front is a uh, bouncer who's a warforged who has a uh, sort of the uh, the lower half below his knee is replaced with a uh, wooden uh, prosthetic. Um, So you can see that uh, as you approach, uh, he waves a warforged in, uh, stops a half-elf who pays uh, a single coin and uh, the, the half-elf gets in. And then uh, as you come up, he kind of puts a hand up and uh, gives a nod to uh, Mr. Gutsy and, like, is letting him in.
1: Okay. Um, <clears throat> Mr. Gutsy, no words, looks at the war-forged. <clears throat> One eye, other eye, looks at the other ones, comes back to the war-forged, <laughs> implying that he wants the other ones to come in with him.
3: Make a um, protocol persuasion check. <laughs> Make an Alt-F4 check. <laughs> That's going to be bad.
1: Oh, not as bad as Big Nick. I only have minus one on this one. It's not bad. That is a 13. Um,
3: He simply shakes his head and uh, does a uh like money hand gesture. Um, um, and then points at these two.
0: He tries to hand him money. Arlen looks at him and he says, We have the writ. They have sent us here and we're here on business. So, let us in, you hunks of metal.
3: <laughs> um he almost looked like he was about to do it, and then he heard hunks of metal and then he's like he he shakes his head, uh furrows his eyebrow metal pieces, and uh sort of widens up his stance and uh you know is bouncing he's doing his job
2: um are there any um are there any basketball like things around the area? There's <laughs> oh a brick. God.
3: <laughs> no. Oh my God. Of course, there's a brick. Uh, <laughs> okay. So,
1: so, uh, Warforged or You're an
3: Artificer, do you want to like make a little basketball?
2: I want to try. I
3: want to see like if I can make two. Basketball in a bottle. You can, like pop it and then like <laughs> blow into it and it forms a basketball. Uh,
2: can I make two and then like <laughs> try to make a get, try to uh, challenge him to a Ooh. game?
3: I like that. Yeah, um, he might do that. Uh, make a persuasion check, and then just tell me what you're telling. me. What him.
2: about a nature
3: check? <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 you do. Uh, what happens? Have you ever seen the um, Catwoman basketball scene? You Should no. definitely look that up. It's one of the worst like <laughs> cinematic experiences of my life. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? No, but
1: it just sounds funny. Is it, uh, is it on par with uh, uh, Captain Kirk's lizard man fight?
3: That That's that sort of entertaining. It's so bad it's entertaining. <laughs> the Catwoman, it, it's like sickening to watch. Like, I don't know who is in charge of it, but uh, even Halle Berry now when she's asked about it, she just like shakes her head and is like, I don't want to talk about that. Like in interviews, like she's still salty about it. Anyway, uh, I'll pull that up later. But So it's this like weird, like perspective, like shots of... <laughs> <laughs> of uh shub like doing like really cool like <laughs> basketball tricks like spinning it on his fingers and like
1: like an early 90s educational music video
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> education <laughs> connection <laughs> get connected for free <laughs> he's like what the fuck is so, going on so at that point he's gonna be like fuck it he's gonna take uh, out two <laughs> coins and pay for <laughs> cool. the both of us <laughs> all right yeah and then uh, he steps aside for you guys to go in
1: so uh one thing that Mister Mister Gutsy's particular Mister Whiskers <laughs> Mister Mr. Mr. Gutsy's particular clan of Warforged, uh, they they have a tradition. Uh, whenever they do a business deal with the Warforged, mm-hmm. they give them a single feather. So Mister Mister Gutsy hands him a feather. This is an out of towner thing. Okay, so this is where Mister Gutsy's from. So. Where's he
3: uh, Where's he get him from?
1: His tickle fetish. Uh, <laughs> He just, he had some from when we came in town. Okay. Uh, they're just, they don't have to be any kind of feathers. They're just a feather. Okay. It's just a tradition with Mr. Gutsy's clan.
3: Okay. Um, he kind of, uh, I feel like this bouncer may not be that cultured, but he, right. like, holds yeah, it I for a That's not sight. what
1: I'm expecting. <laughs> I'm <laughs> expecting uh, him to not, specifically not be that cultured. Yeah.
3: As you guys pass and then uh, as the, like, kind of camera lingers on him for a bit, he kind of just throws it on the ground. Um. But uh, you walk in and uh, smoky, low flames in a fireplace barely illuminate the cracked stone walls and filthy floor of the establishment. This single room space is crowded with warforged with severed digits or limbs, scars, burns, and other wounds. Other warforged in the area are gathered around traditional dice, card, dart, and board games, as well as carnival competitions such as throwing metal rings uh, onto posts, tossing a ball at a tower of weighted iron cups hard enough to make them fall down, and striking a homemade machine hard enough with a hammer to make it ring a bell. A small bar in the corner serves cheap ale. Behind this bar, a Warforged bartender shouts jeers at patrons losing the games. Uh, what do you want to interact with?
2: Uh, she wants to play the fucking games. Ooh, what you want to play? Uh, I want to play the ball in a cup.
3: Do it. <laughs> um, <coughs> do it. I think it... Surprisingly, it does not give you an option to, to play, but I would say... Oh,
2: fuck that, he's going to fucking play. Yeah,
3: make... Um, I'd say it's one coin for one play uh make an intelligence cha- actually, it's a gaming set, so yeah, it would be intelligence, but don't add your proficiency <laughs> yeah, so um you knock you knock all but one of the cups off of the off of the stand he's like medium prize and he slaps your coin back on the table.
2: he's gonna give that coin back fancy another play gonna try it
3: again, <laughs> okay, cool uh you. I was gonna say after a, a few rounds you're managing to break even and they're like, come on, man, keep going, like you could do it. You wanna you wanna go for broke? I'm gonna go for broke. Okay. That's seven. The house always wins, my friend. You are out a coin. That's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> Arlen um, rolls his eyes he's like, How did I ever lose a bit? <laughs> <one? laughs> the uh the bartender's like, yeah, keep that coin flowing. <laughs> that one coin. Yeah
1: singular. Like,
3: so, how about you two? Fancy a game?
1: Mr. Gutsy <coughs> literally does not acknowledge mm. that at all. He's looking mm. for the target. Mm. Um give me a perception check.
3: Neener, neener. You are now
1: under my control. <laughs> Do I need one as well or just um you're playing a game, my friend? Oh, th- oh. Yeah.
2: Can I can play one more time when he rolls.
3: Do you play Gwent?
1: <laughs> that is a seven. Um you are
3: scanning and you don't see anyone like with the name tag like Cole doesn't work here that you can tell. Um but it's I, there's a ton of warforged here and uh, you didn't really get a physical description. Um so you're looking for somebody named a uh, warforged named Cole. Um how about uh <coughs> I wanted to call him Aaron for a second, <laughs> Arlen. Um
0: he's just kind of looking around at everything going on and he's going to find a place to observe from the shadows.
3: It's pretty busy. It's a smoky bar, um, but yeah, you can you can sort of like edge you. <laughs> you sort of like <laughs> I'm edging
0: in the corner, <laughs> elbow your way on
3: to to being a wallflower, and uh, you're sitting next to a couple of warforged who are kind of talking loudly and uh, sharing a drink, and um, but yeah, you're you're trying to take in all the sights and sounds and smells. So you yeah,
0: ask uh, if one of them knows the person we're looking for.
3: Yeah, the two uh, kind of stop and like turn to you. Uh, who's Zaskin?
0: Um, a friend.
3: A friend. Um, well, uh, Smelt knows everybody. The bartender. She might know. Really?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I'll go have a word with her, I think. So why is Smelt not the games player or the games person? Because whoever smelt it dealt it.
3: Ah! It'd be good for like a card dealer for sure. <laughs> Man.
1: So,
0: uh, 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 <laughs> it's not good. That's what I think about this. <laughs> so you can hey kill there. yourself at any time. Hey <laughs> there, meat I, bag.
3: I kind of what are you doing it. in my bar? Hmm. Welcome. Uh, no offense with the meat bag thing. So we're looking for coal, is it? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yes. We're looking for a particular war for just by the name of coal. Hmm. Have you seen it?
3: I may have seen coal.
0: Although, if I know your intentions,
3: I may be more forthcoming with some information. We're here to help her out. Oh. Can you give me a uh, persuasion check? 22? Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Smelt (laughs) says, uh, say, you know, I don't believe a meat bag would just come into my bar for no reason, so you're probably here to help her. Uh, that's her over there in the corner. Uh, she's got the, uh, the black metal in the one arm.
0: So from what we heard, just uh, we know that she's, someone's after her.
3: Uh, sounds like it, maybe.
0: Okay. So Arlen walks towards her and just nonchalantly kind of stands there like he doesn't know her mm. and says, we were sent for you.
3: Uh, she... Uh, it, it, as you're like standing there, she's like giving you side eye, like, and then when you say, uh, "I'm sorry," you say, "We, we were sent, sent for, you. for you." Um, she like tightens a grip on her her mug with her one arm, and then sort of turns her body towards you. Uh, oh yeah, Jermaine says you have to be alive. Uh, when you see Jermaine, or when you say Jermaine, uh, her eyes open and and uh, she relaxes a little bit. She sent you. Where is she? She's back at the tower. Um, s- sit down. Sit down now. Um,
0: is anyone else with you? There are. And Arlen doesn't sit. He stands there, just like he's not really talking to her, trying to be unnoticed.
5: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: she's uh, she's like quit like quickly and frequently, like looking over her shoulder. She says, "Look, uh, there's some things I need to tell you, and I don't know if I have much time."
1: Can I say that Mr. Gussie walks over?
3: Sure, yeah. You see that he's talking to uh, a a fortune in the corner.
2: Um I'm a fucking game. <laughs> I mean I'm gonna check over every now and be mm-hmm. like, they got it.
3: <laughs> cool. Uh so you two walk over. Um she says, so is Vilroy not coming? No. She sent us to bring you back. Oh, okay. Uh well that's better than nothing. Um <laughs> she says, okay. Um so I witnessed a kidnapping from House Orion. Um, uh, are you familiar with Dask, the the criminal organization? Should I be? Um, I think, I think I we have, have
1: to Dask about that. Hold on.
0: Uh, as a courtier, I have inside knowledge regarding bureaucracies in the noble courts.
3: Yeah, this these are uh, kind of like they're not they're not a noble. They're not like a. Noble mafia or like mob. It's not like the yakuza or anything like that. Um, or so it's, prob- it's probably like a local criminal gang of some kind. Um, she says, uh, uh, "So um, a, a child was kidnapped from House Orion. Um, my friend Razor was killed. Uh, Dask. They're they're hunting for artifacts in Old Sharn, and and she's cut off abruptly by." a bolt of fire exploding inches from her head uh, and the shattering of glass uh, through the window as a, as the exploding bolt comes flying through Uh, patrons uh, scream in, in shock and surprise start, uh, Startling your game, obviously, mid-throw. mid, mid throw. Uh, Shub's going to throw his sickle out at the nearest <laughs> point. Ah! <where> he <laughs> and he it accidentally kills somebody else and has to Damn, run to another again. city. <laughs> um, as, you, as you turn to, like, see wh- where it came from, you see that Cole is already booking it out the door. Um, the chase is on. So there are actually chase rules in in and d um, <laughs> So... She is 60 feet away if you intend to give chase. Uh, yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, everybody make athletic checks. I want that money. I, I get.
2: Ooh.
3: I don't.
0: Mm. Get, I don't get anything. I got a 12. <laughs>
1: 17. That's better from the... than a one.
2: Yeah. I'm 17. doing. I'm middle of the roading tonight. I'm, I got a 10.
1: Okay. 17 from the pretty rabbit.
3: Good. Rabbit. Uh, he's doing pretty well. Uh, I guess he expected somebody to run. Oh, good. I love it when they run. The one with the worst fucking knees. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> the one with the bad knees. Ah, my fucking knee. Um, uh, she is starting to... She is gaining some ground. She, I mean, she got that head start.
1: Um, and... So you hear Mr. Mister Gutsy. <laughs> Hang on. Sorry.
4: Stop running.
1: <laughs> with that exact
3: inflection. uh, She yells behind her. You're trying to kill me! And... uh Let's see. Uh, she knocks over a uh, trash can behind her. Uh, Mr. Gutsy, can I have an acrobatics check as you like attempt you to leap, leap over the? That is a five. Oh yeah. So uh, your your bad knees like lock up for a second as you're running. So you're like hobbling and then kick the the trash can. It slows you down a little bit. Uh, can, so little work around.
2: can I make a case to cast long strider on myself, Ooh. which gives me an extra
3: 10 feet of a uh, speed. Yes, you absolutely can cast long strider. That's going to give you advantage on your, uh, on your checks. So go and make another athletics check with advantage. 15. Yes. Yeah, so you blast past. um, excuse me, blast past, uh, <laughs> excuse me, Mr. Gutsy as he's like tangling with a trash can. that was left on the side of the road. Um, and you are you are definitely catching up. Um, let's see. She starts to make a turn uh, down a, an alley. And uh, you were right on her heels. Uh, and her last, last effort to try to throw you off, she's going to throw an elbow behind her. Um, ooh. Can I have a dexterity saving throw?
2: Oh, fuck. I think my dex is bad. <laughs>
3: Uh, five okay yeah she throws an elbow and uh, like checks you into the wall sort of catches you off guard Um, and then last but certainly not least Arlen you come around the corner having cut her off at the pass before I I come around the corner
2: Mm -hmm. cliche
1: thank you
3: I'm gonna
0: change my form to look like uh, Jermaine
1: ooh very
3: clever I'm wet (laughs)
2: that
3: would what do you say Let's just yell, stop, we're here to help you. Okay, Uh, make a persuasion check with advantage, please.
0: Ooh, um, 16.
3: Yeah, that's pretty good. Let's see. Here's your insight. Yeah, uh, she does stop. She goes, "Vilray." (laughs) <laughs> completely out of breath. Wait, she's a warforged. Out of breath. Whatever. Uh, knees. <laughs> my knees. <laughs> they all suffer from bad knees. Yeah. <laughs> it's congenital. Congenital.
1: Uh, uh, passed down from the first warforged. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they would be because they're probably running internal combustion engines. Poorly, uh,
3: poorly cast knees. <laughs> they were cast instead of uh, injection molded. It was a defect. Yeah. They used a uh, life cast. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you need a
2: recall on that one. Yeah, <laughs> no. their knees are um, asbestos.
3: Uh, and so she stops and puts, a, puts a hand up against the, uh, the edge of the, the alley. And uh, she's like, Vilroy, I thought you weren't coming.
0: <sighs> I had something. Uh, I managed to make it here. We need to go back to the tower to keep you safe.
3: Okay. Yeah, I'll go with you. Um, and uh, as you turn, you see a, uh, a, a female shifter and four kobolds saying, well, 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 look what we have here. Let's roll some initiative.
2: I'm gonna use my good dice for this.
1: Twenty. Nice. Eleven from the robot.
3: Rubit,
2: A um
3: a thirteen. Thirteen, yep. From, from shoe. All right. Uh, first one to go is Arlen. So you have a shifter, um, one kobold dressed a little fancier, and then three kobolds. Um, the uh, th- They appear to be sort of locked uh, on Cole. Okay. Uh, they look like she's their goal.
0: How close are they? Uh, Within five feet? Yeah. Um, or, or at
3: least you can move to get within five feet.
0: Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I've uh, never rogued before. Um, okay. So uh, we very stealthily mm-hmm. uh, go behind one of them that's focused <laughs> on uh, Cole and okay. try and do stabby things.
3: Yeah, so you can, uh, I think since you're acting before they are, that you'll you'll be able to apply your sneak attack.
0: So is it just an advantage to hits, or?
3: Uh, this one is not with advantage, but you are applying sneak attack because you're moving before they are.
0: Okay. Uh, so, uh, Is 18. this one of the kobolds? Yes. Yeah. 18.
3: Yeah, 18 will hit. Go and roll your damage. Uh, plus sneak attack.
0: So, damage is five, and then what sneak attack's another? D6. It's either one one or six. Eight.
3: Nice. Yeah. uh, I believe eight. I want to make sure I wrote this down correctly. Do, do, do. they start saying you kill the kobold dude oh my god young man (laughs) they're about to do the YMCA and you just killed a YMCA oh fuck
0: Arlen this 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 might be pretty cool Uh, takes his little short sword Mm. and just As he grabs around the neck, slides it back through the base of his skull, Mm -hmm. and his eyes flash just completely blank (laughs) white, and he says, May rest take you. (laughs) And then he's back to being, uh, yeah, Jermaine.
3: Nice. Um, Okay, next is Shub.
2: Shub is going to use his extra 10 feet and try to run up a little bit more and Mm -hmm. cast... Acid. are two of them fairly close together sure maybe within five feet five, yeah
3: six. yeah it's a you guys are in an alley
2: he's going to um
3: Shoo-ba-dee-doo-ba-dee-doo. Shoo-ba-dee-doo-ba-dee-doo. Shoo-ba-dee-doo-ba-dee-doo.
2: <laughs> he's going to take like a he has like a little vial of water he's going to mm. like kind of drink it and then <laughs> like, s- like spray it a little bit he, he doesn't need to do that but he just like he likes the uh theatrics sometimes <laughs> yeah. i like it um but yeah so is that uh I think deck saving throw uh, on, them. on them. Yeah. Two deck saving throws.
3: Okay. Uh, two fails,
2: two fails. So they take four damage each Ooh. or two of, take four damage. two of them take four damage Two of the kobolds.
3: Okay. Uh, they get sprayed in the, in the face and, uh, are like holding their, holding their eyes. Uh, they're still both alive, but they have taken some serious damage. Excuse me.
2: I would like to aim that at M and C.
3: <laughs> Fuck those ones.
1: Um, Mr. Gutsy, you're next. Right. <clears throat> so in classic cowboy style, I've got <laughs> revolver in the right hand and my left hand. Mm. By the way, I'm and sad nobody's RPGs gotten game. this yet. Mm. Hidden blade. So for yeah, it's the dagger. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, what I was going for. I knew
2: for. I'm not fucking stupid. I, I have was just know. making, I
1: was, I, I was giving you something I to make you fun that. of me. I'm, I'm right. going to
3: rip us out of Sharn really quick there is a there's a game i ran with taylor and a couple other acquaintances and uh there was a guy who every time he described something he did he would add all assassins creed style to the end of everything so he'd like so i jump over the the fence all assassins creed style and then i run up to the guy and then i pull out my hidden blade and i stab him all assassins creed style <laughs> and then once i kill him all assassins creed style i ju- i jump off his body and like rip his head off and pull his spine out, all Assassin's Creed style. I'm like, I'm not sure we played the same Assassin's Creed. <laughs> and then I shit down his <laughs> neck, <laughs> all Assassin's Creed style.
0: <laughs> and then after that, I sat down and had a ham sandwich, I all Assassin's Creed
3: style. <laughs> not going to lie, that, that session made me take a break from d for like a year and a half. <laughs> oh my God. It
1: was so weird. All right, so I got dagger. Uh-huh. I got revolver, uh-huh. a.k.a. hand crossbow. Okay. So um, I'm aiming... Which one do you want to put me closer to? Uh, A or the... Because there's the... A's dead. A's dead. Oh, there's four core M and C are alive. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Y is full. M and C
3: took some damage. And then there's the shifter who's coordinating. He's doing... Young man doing the finger. (laughs) point.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, I think I'm going to... uh, I'm going to shoot Y. Okay. And I'm going to stab the conductor. Okay. So, here's for the gunshot. That's what it sounded like. That's a uh, math is hard. 19. 19 will hit. And 1d6. Jesus. Just throw on the fucking floor, idiot. Uh, floor rolls are not accepted in this house. That is a four.
3: Uh, Cool. Yeah, you, you hurt uh that kobold as well.
1: Wise hurt. And then we're going to go for the stabby stabs on the conductor. Mm-hmm that is a math is still hard 16 16
3: will hit roll your damage
1: that is a four
3: four okay Damn. so still still up and not happy. Uh, she uh, she uh, appears to hulk out a little bit and uh, with a bulkier arm takes a swing at you. Uh, having moved into her space, ooh, and m- completely misses. Um, next, uh, <laughs> Y, M, and C. Um, <laughs> y is going to strike at you. Is going to hit M and in- is going to strike at you. Is going to miss, and then C is going to strike at Arlen, and what's Arlen's AC? Uh twelve. Twelve it- is going to hit just barely. I think you I mean. mean- steal your- so, how uh, dare you? It's not going to do much damage to um, Shube. Uh, does two damage to Arlen. And then to Mr. Gutsy. Does four damage. Wait, what was this deck? It was the... Uh, oh, no, you didn't get hit. I'm
1: sorry. No, I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, you're good. Oh, no, why hit you. No. Uh, what did he roll? Uh, I have an AC 17, bro. Ooh. You did get me there. Yeah, scale mail with uh, plus one. Jeez, Jesus I'm
3: Christ, uh, seventeen. Uh, yeah, mid- that's he's pretty a good.
1: Block of metal. It's I mean.
3: completely opposite from Big Nick, who had like oh a, a nine.
0: <laughs> Big a, Nick a has negative Is AC. harder to hit.
3: <laughs> uh, easier to hit. Negative AC. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, that's their turn. Uh, next is Arlen. Uh, you can you can move to flank the shifter.
0: Yeah, he's going to go for Actually, the, sh- all of them. the yeah. shifter because that's who... Um, Does he get
2: advantage on flanking or is it plus two or something?
3: It is it's not advantage. I, I, yeah, as long as you are threatening or you and an ally are threatening, you get to apply sneak attack. I don't do the gang up advantage because I wouldn't do it to you guys. So Cool. I, I think it's easier.
0: All right, so just a regular roll on this? Mm-hmm. mm uh, Ten.
3: Ten versus the shifter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sadly, um in her hulked out form, you kinda like make a swipe, but her hulking mass is uh preventing. It's massive. It's mass. Uh Shub. Shub
2: is going to take the remaining little bit of his vial mm-hmm. of water and uh cast ray of frost Ooh. on um on the shifter as well. There's the
3: like over the top. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And it's uh, a beam of
2: freezey. Uh, so I make it's a I make a ranged spell attack. Mm-hmm. So that is a twenty-three. It's a crit. Goddamn.
3: Yeah. Uh. So that hits one target or more. Uh. Just hits one target,
2: I believe. Oh, sorry. Let me get the mic. It hits one target, I believe. Okay. Yeah. And it's just one d eight. As a five against on shifter shifter.
3: And you crit, right? That was yeah, a natural 20. 23. Go ahead mm-hmm. add another uh, D8 to that.
2: Six, so 11 damage total. And um, her speed is reduced by 10 feet.
3: Ooh, that could be helpful, considering you have long stride up still, as far as I know. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: Mr. Gutsy. Uh, so we still have a kobold up and... Three kobolds and a shifter. Okay, uh... I'm going to... Sorry. <coughs> kobolds me. are looking pretty pretty, pretty sad. As kobolds do. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to switch. I'm mm-hmm. going to switch hands. I'm going to shoot uh, the uh, shifter and stab the same kobold I shot earlier. Okay. Just because my gun does a little bit more damage. Mm-hmm. So here's for the shot on the shifter. You have to spend an action to reload your
3: crossbow. Oh, okay. Yeah, until you have uh, crossbow expert. Oh, but it's a revolver. Yeah, <laughs> it has the loading quality.
1: Okay, I didn't. I didn't see that in the the rules. Yeah. So i only keep I one will...
3: bullet in my revolver. <laughs> That's all I need. Yeah, <laughs> my parents are
2: dead.
0: It's a <laughs> cylinder that has one there, hole so, in it.
3: <laughs> I, I was watching uh, Forgotten Weapons today. The the CIA made something called a deer gun. It's called the, or also called the Liberator. They would airdrop these like sneaky, like super cheap cast iron guns that only had like a charging handle and would fit uh, a single bullet and you would screw, basically (laughs) screw the bullet in. Yeah. (laughs) And then like you would kill the guy who has a real gun and take it. And then you could overthrow a regime. Theoretically. That's, I don't know. I thought
1: that was a Regime with a gun. Okay. I'm just stabbing then. I'm going to keep stabbing the leader. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 12. (laughs) 12.
3: Uh, 12 does not hit. Ah, Just pretty sneaky. Son of a bitch. Um, so, the... Uh, all three of you will get uh, reaction attacks against uh, one of the kobolds uh, as they run. So, uh, if you each want to make a melee reaction opportunity attack, you're welcome to use your reaction to do that.
2: Yeah, I'll do that. Ooh, that's uh, 22.
3: Yeah, you're going to hit. 12 again. Uh, it's going to hit.
2: seven <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay so two of them uh so you can tell me how you kill also you get to apply your sneak attack but they had one hit point left <laughs> so well i get a plus three so he's definitely he's fucking dead. dead yeah you can't <laughs> can't not kill him um so you can tell me how you like grab and stab him uh if you want uh, but I'm gonna <laughs> jump on his back All
1: Assassin's Creed style <laughs> And I put
4: my blade through his neck
5: Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed style <laughs> I give him a kiss on his <laughs> mouth Assassin's Creed style And then, and then, style. then I, I lay
3: him down gently And we go in the animus All Assassin's Creed style That sounds <laughs> and like we a rap intimate song. moment Assassin's Creed style
0: You guys need to rap that out <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I fuck his brains Make out her, All Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed style, style. Yeah. Ribbity ribbity rap
2: Take out the end from Assassin's Creed you Just get ass ass So I'm gonna stick my Assassin's Creed in his little ass ass Fuck this shit out
3: are you a scaly <laughs> basketball and scales? That's my things. <laughs> D- Damn, Shub, you crazy!
1: <laughs> I'm I'm
2: not slim shady. I'm actually large sunny.
1: <laughs> so uh, so I'm gonna play with that. So I'm gonna play with your balls, bro. So he, uh, my character. Mm. Uh, Mr. Gutsy sees one of the basketballs mm-hmm. that Shub dropped during the fight. <laughs> I, pick it up, I pick it up and Just throw it. and throw it in and, the and, back and, of his and, head. No, I, I, I throw it and drop his feet out and then come in and stab him in the face. Is that Scree's dead? that screen <laughs> the, No, that was the basketball part. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I like the idea of
3: Shub like kicking a basketball like off the wall and like bouncing it off the Cobalt's head. He's like, ow! <laughs> like, and then I come in and... <laughs> Cool. Uh, <laughs> obviously, we're taking this very seriously. Um, <laughs> and Arlen, you you do your, like, roguie. You just stab him nice and easy.
0: Two quick slices on each side of the throat. Ooh, yeah, he goes. Shit. And just watches him try and run away Grabs. as he dies.
3: Yeah, he, he gets, like, three steps before, like, holding his neck, thinking he's going to make it, and then he falls over. Um, the shifter... Um, how long does that last? I, I'm really bad at math, guys. Nineteen. Uh, she's still gonna fight. Um, I'm not leaving until that war is dead. And uh, she swings um, a short sword down uh, towards um, towards Mister Gutsy uh, with a nineteen. That's hits. That's gonna hit this time. Actually, that's a twenty. <laughs> For nine damage. Oh. <laughs> That's good.
1: I had that one ready. I love it. <laughs> I didn't think was really so I was going to catch you that off guard. That was really good. Wow. <laughs> oh, sorry. What's um, 12 minus nine? Oh. Three. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, I accidentally clicked on the wrong mm-hmm. thing. That's uh, okay. Um,
3: you can see that her teeth uh, start to grow as her, her rage builds, uh, and she looks pretty threatening. Uh, Arlen, you're up first. Um,
0: I guess we're going to stab at her. Yeah. Uh, 17? Yes. Uh, roll your sneak attack as well. Ah. So
3: five, six. Okay uh 16 um she's looking bloodied uh shube
2: um i'm going to run over to to um the robot <laughs> mr gutsy and mm-hmm. cast cure wounds on him <laughs> what you got for me so that is a d8 plus 3
3: very nice which is you get 4 <laughs> <rombers>. <laughs> <laughs> hey what's the minimum amount <laughs> Oh, my rolling very well. I'm <laughs> it's, sorry. It's okay. Uh, Mr. Gatti.
4: Thanks anyway.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what's uh real quick? What's What's Shub's uh healing look like? Is it like a? Is it like the like a pit stop?
1: Like a NASCAR pit stop? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it's like in Battlefield with the little repair gun yeah. it's on the sink. <laughs> so
2: you remember in a SpongeBob when that dude came up to to a Wee snow I was like, "Where's the
3: quarter slot, dude?" <clears throat> like,
2: like I I just like. Put a little bit of a, like a little, a little metal nuggy. He
3: finds he finds a quarter slot and puts a quarter in.
2: <laughs> Got to replenish. Yeah. It's like in a Smash Brothers Melee when you do the money, uh or when you do the, the coin match. Every time you get hit, you lose a coin. Or oh, yeah.
3: Shit. He puts some of the coins back in. <laughs> just like. <gasps> I keep a roll of quarters
1: on me, boy. Oh, my God. Is that what's in your pocket, or are you, you just know, happy to see me? You know I keep that thang on me. Okay, uh, so thank you. By the way, so is is it Mitsubishi? Mitsubishi's turn. It's Mitsubishi's turn. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to turn into a washing machine and a car at the same time. Fuck. Um, And (laughs) an air conditioner. Yeah. Um, No. uh, So she's looking pretty sad. Looking pretty bloodied. Okay. Question: Is it, can I switch from dagger to quote-unquote Winchester and shoot? Oh, um, longbow. Yeah. Technically, you have to drop
3: one and you can stow one. Until you have the dual wielding feat, in which case you can, okay. then well, you can it's, stow it's two. The
1: dagger's in my arm yeah. as a Warforged trait. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. So you can
3: stow the hand, hand crossbow the pistol and then, yeah. Um, although, if Does you- Does that take a full action? If you move to have, so if you shoot the Winchester in melee range, you'll have disadvantage. But if you move out to not have disadvantage, you'll get an opportunity attack. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, but you did say she was looking pretty sad, right? She, yeah. I'm just I'm just going to stab. Okay. So now I can't risk the, the, the yeah. opportunity, even with an AC of 17. All Assassin's Creed style. What do I get? A five? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a six. <laughs> uh, God
3: damn it. It yeah, does not
1: hit. Yeah. So you go all Assassin's Creed style <laughs> and... Uh, And I just hold my gun, waiting for someone to walk in front of it. (laughs) And then finally, a lady does, and I shoot her in the head. That's what Sawyer used to. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Sawyer used to do on my save of uh, Uh, Assassin's Creed Two. wait until a
2: fat woman (laughs) walk.
1: Pop. (laughs) Do you remember in Assassin's Creed Two with the gun? You would have to go like. Oh, you have to fucking stop,
2: and then you have to put in like two more button combinations.
1: Yeah, and you can't move, and you just have to wait. wait. So.
3: Yeah. Uh, I've been playing, uh, or I played a lot of uh, Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War. And like, when you when you get your health really low, you get like a last chance. And so like, it's a really cool like, the orc can like kill you un- until unless you like make a quick uh, save. So I'm just kind of imagining like that. Uh, you like try to make a stab. She like grabs your arm, like pulls you through, does, does some cool acrobatics. Um, uh, it's actually ballet. Yeah. So she's, she like pulls your arm it's gonna try to take like a big bite out of your arm she's going to miss though <laughs> she like clamps down on metal <laughs> and like, just doesn't <laughs> it just doesn't do anything yeah uh, my
2: team ah! tastes like a brick
3: <laughs>
0: Arlen you're up uh we're gonna do more stabby okay
3: Stabicus Maximum mm. Minimus <laughs> that's a five yeah yeah so she's too tough for that uh Shub
2: Shub is going to Well he doesn't have any more spell slots left So okay. he has to result to uh, Pooping <laughs> So he's going to take his sickle out
3: <laughs> And he's
2: going to just Dick Cheney all, <laughs> He's going to try God All the assassins the Oh no This is going to be so bad the power of the people God he gets a nine He has a minus two to oh, And Arlen dies <laughs> Is that strength
3: Or dicks Uh Oh, I think sickle is a strength. Yeah, it, it's, What's I, higher, your strength, uh, or dex?
2: Uh, dex is a 10, strength is a
3: 6. So I gotta... If you want to apply your, like, because the sickle is 1d4, right?
2: Well oh, this one is a 1d4 minus 2.
3: I'm cool with sickle being a dagger and being a finesse weapon. So if you want to make it uh, like a dex or like finesse, theoretically, I like bending the rules because I think sickles could benefit from being dex weapons because they are in Dark Souls. And it's also bent. Yeah.
2: So would you like me to re-roll or just keep my
3: original roll that I just uh, did? Just uh,
1: keep, blah, 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 blah. just put a put a dagger in there and then just Yeah. Add so what, the, what was your
3: original roll? You got it a was nine. an eleven. An eleven? Yeah,
1: because well, you get yeah, a So was fine. Yeah. But you get a bonus you would get a bonus to the dagger roll, wouldn't you? I get no bonus. No. It's a ten. I'm a ten. So it's a zero. A zero? Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, Mr. Cutze, it's up to you. Shit. This is bad. All I've got <laughs> is a dagger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Gutsy is going to make a note in his mental log that he needs to buy a second dagger. (laughs) Note for Captain's log.
3: (laughs) He just has like a a starship crew of gnomes in his brain.
1: Send a transmission. (laughs) It's the SpongeBob episode. Yeah. Um, All right. I'm just... Health potion, health potion. Where's the health potion? Stabbing. Is nine hit.
3: Ah. Uh, however, she is at sixteen HP, which means she' going. So you guys each get an opportunity attack since you're all in melee range. Uh, but she's making an escape. I'll get that stupid Warforge next time. Rawr!
2: Ooh. So this time my sickle hits with a nineteen. Ooh, I'm assuming. Sweet. Yeah, it does. If I'm well, if we're going by just a flat D twenty now instead of a D twenty minus two.
3: Yeah, flat D twenty. Cool. Go ahead and roll your damage. So a twelve good. hit. Does not.
0: Um, Arlen says, you can have her.
3: <laughs> uh, she does get attacked. So she's, so do you want, do you want to not, uh, to not attack? I
0: know. Uh, well, it says that if, if she wants uh cold that she can have
3: her, mm. you can choose to do uh non-lethal damage if you hit.
0: Oh, uh, no. Definitely wants to, to try and kill her. Just okay. The whole deception thing. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Uh eighteen. That will hit. So go and roll your sneak attack damage too.
2: I got a two. Two.
3: Six and then five is eleven. Ooh. That's oh, okay. Actually yours made a difference. So she starts to get away. Uh you um you stab her like through the back and it punctures a lung and uh, she coughs up blood. She's like You'll regret this, and then you like (gasps) all Assassin's Creed style (laughs) with the basketball, with the basketball, knock her in the head. Falls over and cracks her head on the cobblestone uh, alley uh, path. Uh, Cole, like standing amongst the bodies, her her like black metal armor uh, sprayed with hot red cobalt blood. Uh, Like, wait, wasn't Vilroy here? I know still look like Vilroy. Oh, you do still look like yeah. Vilroy. She's like, my God, um, let's get out of here quick before another hit squad shows up.
0: And Arlen just kind of yes. nods his head at her and <laughs> says, uh, yes, we should
1: probably get back to the tower.
2: Yeah. Um, she was going to say, come on, Vilroy.
1: Uh it's pretty easy to uh to make it back. You get so, to be uh, sorry, before we leave, Mr uh-huh. Mr. Gutsy has a, a thing that he does uh mm-hmm. whenever he kills <laughs> whenever he <laughs> two he kills- feathers. <laughs> so <laughs> two feathers for the boatman. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well. Yeah, I don't I don't leave anything <laughs> this time. Whenever whenever he kills whenever he kills an enemy or a uh, uh wild Innocent. animal, yeah. Uh he just takes a minute and, and if their eyes are open, that. closes them. Okay. So that's it. And yeah. now he's so sure, wearing skin. Sure
3: I open the eyes back up I open one eye and then point it in a different direction
0: (laughs) and then Arlen skins her and wears it
3: (laughs) (laughs) I do the Dwight thing in the office like wearing the face (laughs) yes Um, yeah so you guys make it to the uh, the checkpoint coming out of high walls going back into central plateau and uh, obviously the security checkpoint sees you kind of like covered in blood and uh with with a um a one-armed warforged she's also been like besplattered um uh they quickly like whoa whoa what ha- what happened
2: we had some trouble escorting our um our uh, contact out you oh. might want to clean that up
3: uh, i see what what area
2: behind the um behind the
3: gear what was it? cog carnival
2: behind the uh, cog carnival there's uh, some kobolds and a um and what looks like to be their ringleader.
3: Oh, do you know who they were with? Yes, I o- do. I won't keep you long. The village people attack. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> regards to like, the people from the village? No it's going to be the village people. I love
1: it. The villains of this campaign <laughs> are damn, like the village the, people. The, <laughs> geez, damn, those quite. filthy village people.
5: <laughs> Not again.
3: And they
1: just uh, hear like in the back,
3: young man. it's like I'll let my uh, I'll let my superior know Um, you guys go on ahead is he
1: he still uh, (laughs) (laughs) he's
3: still Sergeant Jermaine he's like oh uh, Sergeant and he does like a a salute because that that would be be his his
1: superior right
3: Uh, not directly I got you Uh, as a sergeant you're like
1: oh like a staff sergeant like a a platoon yeah you'd be
3: like a platoon Sergeant Velroy would be like a platoon leader these are like checkpoint guards so he has a uh, superior Sergeant at that checkpoint, probably. Um, however, it'll probably, well, yeah. Um, you guys can make it back, uh, to Sergeant Vilroy, who is, um, looking over a, a file on a bench at, um, La Randar station. Um, she, uh, on the way sort of catches you up. Uh, her friend Razor, Uh, showed up to Sharn with her. Uh, They fought in the Siren military um, in the last war, uh, which is where Cole lost her right arm. Uh, Razor and Cole had been trying to find work in Sharn. Uh, They became desperate for money. Uh, They took a job working... uh, Razor took a job working for a long-term secret mission, but Cole couldn't get hired based on her missing an arm. Uh, The job was uh, pretty physically strenuous, And uh, Razor was planning to save money to buy Cole a new arm so she could help her out. Uh, Razor came back from work sullen or wounded, but never opened up about exactly what she did. Uh, Razor confessed that the job was more dangerous than it seemed when she was recruited and she was planning to quit right before she died. Um, And then uh, Cole says, but as for the noble kid, uh, Alden D. Orion of house Orion, uh, he was kidnapped by uh the people that razor was working for which i'm pretty sure was the last straw and i think that's what got razor killed so um if you can i don't think i have the heart to talk to sergeant Vilroy. i just need to get out of sharn as quick as possible yes <laughs> sergeant Vilroy says that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Shit. I forgot your, your Sergeant Vilroy. Now
0: at some point on the way back, um, Arlen slips away, just mm-hmm. kind of into the shadows and mm-hmm. changes back to himself and hopes that nobody notices. Yeah. Vilroy oh. was dressed just like Arlen. Yeah,
1: shit. Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> Mr. Gutsy noticed the whole thing. <laughs> at some point, maybe she figures it
3: out. She's like, wait, Sergeant Vilroy wasn't here. No. Oh, oh, changing. Okay. <laughs> uh, also I just, I forgot. DM forgot. Um, so, uh, once you meet back up with Sergeant Vilroy, um, she sees that Cole came back with you alive. And uh, she hands you over each 50 gold extra pieces. Ooh, ooh. Uh, bu- 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 bu. She uh, notices your clothing b- bespeckled with <laughs> bes- besmattered. I think, did I use besmattered? I, said, I think I said besplattered. Anyway, uh, she says, she notices the blood, says, uh, looks like you had trouble.
2: It was dealt with. No trouble at all.
3: I'll, base. No trouble. Sorry. That was not in character. <laughs> uh, she says, do you know who it was? Wait. Hmm.
4: The village people attack.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't mind. That'll change the day. The village people attack. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you heard of just... desk? Yes. Uh, I'm familiar with their, their goings on. My, uh, my spirits have notified me and briefed me before they've, uh, apparently been trying to uh, increase their influence in old Sharn. And uh, from what it sounds like, they're trying to dig up artifacts. So seems like they were the inconvenience today. uh, I think that this captured nobleman's son may have some information. In fact, if you're willing, I think I may have another job for you. And what does this one pay? More. Hmm.
0: Double. How about more than Double. Doubles what's in the budget. No, you have a better budget. It's just as what you want to pay us. How bad do you want this noble son back? And how bad does the noble want
3: you to have his son back? Give me a perception check or a persuasion check, excuse me. Um, twenty-three. That's pretty good. So she will. I mean, she's going to answer honestly. I don't give a shit about this nobleman's son. Not a single tear will be shed if this nobleman's. Son doesn't come back. Um, however, the, when she says this, uh, it, it is the truth, but you can tell that she's holding something extra back. And you may be able to pressure that to into getting her to... Why well, don't you t-
0: tell me what you know and we'll see if we can help you out. She
3: says, look, sometimes uh, I do get a little extra money on the side from... The Boromar clan to, to look into this uh, into these Dask crimes um, so I'll get in contact with them and I'll figure out how to get you some more money after the job's done in the meantime I can give you another 50 gold to get started on the investigation that sounds fair all right uh, and again the money at the end hinges on the uh, the Orion kid making it back alive
2: Alive is what we do pretty well.
1: Sounds like it. Can't kill anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's very difficult. So unless was that fifty a. gold for just for him.
3: So no, twenty-five gold for each of you from the beginning, plus fifty gold now, plus fifty gold each, e- each. to getting to get started, and then it'll be a hundred gold if you bring the Orion kid back alive. Wait, so how much do we have total
1: right now? Do you maths. have earned
3: a hundred and twenty-five? each that's From- more
1: money than big nick ever made yeah inflation <laughs> i think in eberron i don't know i want to buy a boat
3: <laughs> <laughs> go to boat captain uh so like an airship is probably like the, the closest thing i want to buy an airboat <laughs> i
2: want a fucking Brontos- for- brontosaurus <laughs> god he wants to oh, fuck a dinosaur
0: good <laughs> <laughs> It's like that Blink-182 song, I want
3: to fuck a dinosaur in the ass. <laughs> so, um, you are briefed on the um, uh, the House Orion. Uh, You're briefed that you'll have to get some information from House Orion itself. Uh, that is physically located in Terminus, um, which is a... Which is in it's- Upper Central Plateau in the District of Mithril Tower.
0: Ooh, can we ride a lightning train? Ooh. Uh,
1: <laughs> I th- yeah, that would be pretty friggin' rad. Um, I, I think-, think we have enough money to pay for tickets. Do you yeah. <laughs> need a lift?
3: Uh, no. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I didn't actually get to this part with the uh, the test play. So, um. Literally the the uh, excuse me the chapter title is called Needle Lift. Um, hmm. and what well, that doesn't really make sense why it says Vilroy it says needle lift, but I kinda want somebody else to show up. Yeah, we're gonna make it somebody else. Big Al.
0: Nope. Bongle bombs. Congleton God.
3: Hey, nerds need a ride. <laughs> <laughs> Hop in. It's a what's up, Snigglebomb? Sky coach. Peter Bop, douchebag. <laughs> as you cross a bridge that views the city from Bongo a dizzying bottom. height, you hear a familiar voice from above. Need a lift? Ask, asks asks uh, Congleton Curdle Snoot as he descends towards you in a sky coach. He's gonna say more. bottle and wheel in hand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Road Saudis boys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she was gonna Come say, on boys
3: have a board.
2: She was gonna look over and be like, more like need a lift. Am I right?
3: Needle needle lift?
2: Needle lift. Because <laughs> you said need a lift, but needle lift. Because you said it was a needle train.
3: What? It's a sky coach. Like Light- <laughs> oh, a oh, lightning
1: train. I <laughs>
2: was talking about needles earlier.
1: I <laughs> we talking about stuff? On a needle. <laughs> <laughs> you're on fucking heroin, bud. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um
2: Shub's gonna pull out a sickle and fucking stab
1: <laughs> <laughs> everyone in <heads>. the knees. <laughs> um, hey, hey Shub. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh,
3: so, uh, Congleton drops you off at the Mithril Tower. Uh, many of the grand homes in Mithril Tower are true to the district's name, boasting Mithril filigree. The Sharn Watch seems to be everywhere in this neighborhood, full of busy scions climbing into sky coaches, hosting opulent parties and showing off their latest purchases all at, at all hours of the day. Unicorn Estate at House Orion has a grand unicorn statue and unicorn-shaped topiaries adorning the yard beyond an open, wrought iron gate. Flanking this gate are two guards in House Orion livery. Each wears a beautiful helm shaped like the head of a unicorn. The magnific- <laughs> In case you didn't get the unicorn thing. The magnificent marble home is clearly owned by one of the city's wealthiest dragon-marked families. Seated on a patio couch are two figures engaged in quiet conversation. A haggard man in his late thirties and an attentive Kalashtar who holds a rose colored crystal in his hands. Two more guards dressed like the ones at the gate stand nearby. Hagrid? Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, this is house Orion. Yes. Let's go talk to some people.
2: Yeah. She going to walk up. Yeah. Um, I assume to one of the guards that's near.
3: Uh, yes, you can, you can enter uh, just fine. Okay. Um, he's going to ask like,
2: who can I talk to about um, Alden? Uh,
3: the, the guard uh, gestures over um, the master of the house. Uh, what the hell? Alden? What? Kaden, Alden D. Orion. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to switch their names because they switched the names on me. So Kaden is the uh, master of the house. I'm going to have to swap this Caden uh uh looks at you with an an exhausted face uh he looks sleep deprived um, and distraught um he says what uh what what do you want
2: um well we heard that Alden was kidnapped and we are on the case to find him and bring him back alive
3: uh when you say uh Alden he he bites his hand and lets out a muffled scream uh <laughs> <laughs> He's he's fucked <laughs> up, dude. He he cannot handle it. Tears start streaming down his face. Uh and he he just gets up and leaves. I'm sorry. I just imagine him was going,
0: like... <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh
3: the uh the the man that was sitting next to him, the Vishtai, uh, Kalashtar, excuse me. Um uh you you hear a gentle voice uh like streamed into your into the back of your head. He says, forgive the master of the house. He's unbelievably distraught over the loss of his son. Um, says, if you have any questions, uh, are you ones looking into the case? I'm going to pull out his enforcer little mm-hmm. thing. Be like, uh, yes. He says, okay. So, uh, Caden badly wants to have his son Alden be rescued, but, uh, the past month has been terrified of taking action. Uh, he, he just can't see his son Alden being harmed. Um, uh, Alden was abducted about a month ago. Uh, a, uh, he, he, the Kalashtar says he saw a half-ogre meet with Caden uh, in the following days, um, mentioning she needed expendable labor and easy transit of labor and goods. Uh, and if uh, Caden complied, then his son would be returned unharmed. Um, it, the half-ogre said that if Caden backed out of the deal, the half-ogre said she would visit horrors on Alden that would make the mockery sick and uh fuck what's the mockery again uh, mockery i think the mockery are like a flesh term. sculptors they're like torture masters of torture oh, like oh nice pretty terrible um uh you can hear caden like screaming and crying from <laughs> from inside his his home just he's not a very strong-willed man I'm still biting his hands while edging <laughs> on the <sink. laughs> yeah. yeah he's out back practicing <clears throat> the uh, the clash tar says i have no doubt that alden will die uh, regardless of caden's actions uh If you can, please save Alden and return him to his father. Uh, House Orion would owe you a great debt, and uh, you see how broken this man is. Um, There's an enclosed lift five buildings north of this estate. Look for the Medusa inside. Make sure you're alone,
1: and this lift will take you down to the dig site and hopefully Alden. Can I before we go, mm-hmm. um, so I imagine so we went like through the gate and then into the house. Now we're in like the living room. You're area. in
3: the you're in like the front
1: uh, you're like on the uh,
3: screen porch, basically, or the without a screen, like the porch of the house.
1: Okay. Can I give you an investigation role? Because every rich person getting a kid kidnapped is ultimately guilty.
3: <laughs> Wait <laughs> what do you
1: mean? John Bonet. It's, it's very often that like these things like there's clues at the house like how did he get himself in this situation? Like uh are you asking like how the kid was kidnapped? Man no, on no, fire. I'm like I just want to look around the house to see if there's any like things that I could see like at least in the room that we're in that could be like a clue as to like the guards probably aren't going to let you in the house. No, no no, just where we're at on the screen yeah. porch thing. I just want to like kind of look want to look around the house and see if there's any anything that I notice that's just out of the ordinary. He Wants to see if his dad's yeah responsible for this. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, I mean,
3: kind of, like the kid was, so the kid was snatched. Uh, I kind of told him. And or, so the kid was, kid the kid was, was snatched. snatched. And then Caden was forced to comply with this half-ogre's demands.
1: Right, right.
3: But. So, I mean, he's complicit in that he didn't like go to the authorities. He didn't, uh, he didn't ask okay. questions when he was well, providing. Well, this, this is
1: book content, right? Flavor. Yeah. Okay. So knowing that there's like no, like. <laughs> Straight up, they expect you to walk up, get a bunch of information and walk away. <laughs> okay. okay, I got you. Um, there is some extra information you can get. Uh, I kind of just want to look around, like where I'm at, to see like any signs of like what exactly happened. I don't know. Yeah. So forensics. He uh, Alden was abducted about a month ago. Caden tucked him
3: in, and uh, Alden was gone the following morning with a message left on his pillow.
1: Okay, because that, that that's something I wanted to know because a half hoger is not going to do the stealing. Like that, yeah. Not de- sneakily, definitely not on her own. So I want to look for like signs of like what kind of half ogre sign. What kind of like person slash creature?
3: Oh, would would go in? Yeah. Um, good question. Uh,
1: so that when prob- we get down there, I might know what we're looking you, for. You can
3: like you take a step back and like look at the windows. Like a kobold might be able to sneak in there.
1: It's definitely not
0: a Y or C anymore. <laughs>
3: Yeah. it could have been there are uh there are shifters who can um, like move very quickly and climb very well Um there's like I'm mean, pretty much anybody that can steal in a, into a window it was me I did it <laughs> but why <laughs> for fun <laughs> I'm a maniac master Wayne. <laughs> some man just someone to watch <laughs> does someone he have the
2: my
1: biggest cocaine. movie I ever seen
2: size of a tangerine <laughs>
3: <laughs> and he just threw it in the trash Cost to
1: okay, that's it. That's all I got. Okay. Let's go down this lift.
3: All right. G- okay. Cool.
1: Arlen wants to see it. Uh,
3: you pay find more money. a lift with they don't. You don't fucking get did, to see.
1: I why did they talk the about money. a Medusa anyway? Uh, I think it's a statue of Medusa.
3: Yeah, it doesn't even talk about the Medusa statue at all. So there was this
0: Medusa it's not a Medusa statue. statue.
3: Yeah, not as cool <laughs> as my Bredusa. <laughs>
0: Bread. <laughs>
3: yeah, from. Uh, Oh, you remember from last session? Oh, remember, uh, Mox's mox leg, mox <laughs> leg turned
1: into pumpernickel. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, we have to resolve that. Yeah. Oh, don't oh. worry, we
3: will. I eat um, it. <laughs> I eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyone wishing to use this lift uh, must open a hidden panel and attempt to hotwire it. Uh, an out of order sign hangs above a nearby button, uh, which would open the doors.
2: As an artificer, can I make a little, um, like make a almost like key that would just essentially like read it? Give me
3: a.
0: What do you know about keys?
3: Tell me what you know about keys. Can I use what, the what out kind of-,
0: of order sign to uh, operate the lift? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just need the um, Work, damn it. <laughs> what are your tool
2: proficiencies? My tool proficiencies. Uh, I have are you, on me. Are I you have,
1: sure, before you go into this, are you sure you don't instead want to take your mace out and smash it?
2: <laughs> Mine are um, thieves' tools, tinker's tools, and I have one artist's anima tool.
3: Yeah, use your tinker tools. So that's intelligence plus proficiency. Intelligence
2: plus proficiency. Let's find that. Intelligence is a 12. Mm hmm. And then provisions. So plus, plus one, plus two, so
3: it should be a plus three total.
2: Uh, seventeen. Ooh.
3: Yeah. So you uh you rig the button to call the elevator, and then the doors open, and you see uh the double doors on the enclosed lift car open to reveal the inside of a fifteen foot cube made of stone with etchings of unicorn patterns covering its walls. <coughs> <Etchings>. A ma- <laughs> a magic orb in the ceiling illuminates the lift. Two young adults, a shifter and a well-dressed human, talk nose-to-nose, cradling each other's faces in the corner of the elevator, absorbed fully in each other and taking no notice of you.
2: I bring my sickle down on their
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> No. I, I remove your head from your shoulders.
0: Um, <clears throat> God, this is going to be fucked up one way so or another. The
1: robot steps in <clears throat> and just makes a robot noise. I was going to say, <clears throat> Arlen shifts into the form of the uh, Kalashtar. Okay.
3: That's That's, a, what's going on here? Uh they they look at uh look at you with um sort of smile like lifts occupied it's broken, it's got a sign, it says out of order,
1: can't you read? <laughs> so then the robot just says Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh why don't you get out? We were here
3: first. I pull out my revolver <laughs> Uh, make an intimidation check, please.
1: God damn! Oh, it's minus one. Unlike Big Nick, which was plus a thousand. And you still roll like they're shit. they're really dumb, so they it's a four. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Out! And like, uh, we were here first. Finders keepers, mate. With a
1: revolver in their face. Yeah,
3: I don't. What are you gonna do? Kill me? Yeah, right. I'm, I'm already, already dead. I see that. You're, like, you're a cop or something. You can't just kill somebody.
0: Arlen looks at him uh, and the guys of the clash are and he says, mm-hmm. is it Caden? Who's the, the unconsolable dad? Uh, yeah. Caden made it. Yeah, Caden. Yeah, Caden. Okay. His it's brother like, Brayden and Taven. Caden and- says, get back now or else you'll be cut off.
3: Ooh, uh, make a intimidation check.
0: Intimidation or
3: deception? Intimidation. That's hilarious. They put diplomacy check. Instead Nat of- 20 plus four. 24. Ooh. Yeah, they're like, Fine, whatever. And uh, the, the the boy and girl leave.
2: Can I trip one of them as they walk out? <laughs> yeah. The basketball
3: at ah. the back of their head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes that like ping <coughs> like noise. <laughs> um, and then the uh, the lift doors close before they can uh, retort at you. As you're looking around, you see that the uh, the buttons to like make it go where you want uh, are it. The panel's like completely busted. There's wires hanging out of it. Uh, um, as you look around, can I get a perception check from everybody?
1: Eight. Ooh, that's a twenty. Not nat, but twenty. I have a nose. I have a nose. I um, don't want to say. Okay,
2: <laughs> but it was not a. Cr- it was not nat. a nat one. Uh huh. It was very
3: close. A nat two. Nat one. Very close to one. So. Uh,
1: Mr. Gutsy, With you both, notice... Both eyes go in different directions.
3: <laughs> yes. Scanning for Mexicans. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: fucked up. <laughs> Says the one wearing a poncho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh,
3: you find that one of the Medusa glyphs has a has like a an outline around it, and you press it and it pops open, and you see that there is a dragon shard that has been hotwired into the lift. Uh, you have to sort of finagle this jury rigged uh, contraption in order to, to operate it in where you want it to go.
2: Shub's going to hold you back, but wait, (laughs) let me see if I can tinker this. this." Yeah. Do you agree? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 22. That was the right decision.
3: (laughs) Uh, with some sparks, uh, you, like, strike uh, a couple wires off of the red uh, small dragon shard and uh, uh, attach the loose wire to the dragon shard, and it descends into the ruins of old, old Sharn. uh, uh, uh Uh, The lift seems to descend forever into the belly of Sharn. Several minutes pass as the lift rattles and shakes as if passing into some place it was not meant to go. This rumbling builds to a violent peak and then the lift stops and its doors open. By the lift's interior light, you can see into a vast, unlit cavern strewn with broken stonework from ancient buildings as far as you can see in every direction. The air is stale and filled with dust and the scent of decay. These are the ruins of the cities atop which Sharn is built. Ahead of you yawns a 50-foot diameter, 10-foot deep pit that seems to have been intentionally dug. As opposed to accidentally dug, uh, (laughs) you hear the soft sobs of a young child coming from a wooden shed on the far side of the pit. Well, boys, looks like we found our target. Mm -hmm. So, uh, let me get a perception check.
1: I was just going to ask for one to look for traps.
3: Yeah.
0: 10. 19.
3: Very nice.
1: That is a 16.
2: Did we get our spell slots back and stuff, by the way? Not yet. <clears throat> <laughs>
3: uh, you notice that there are four goblin guards patrolling this area. Uh, you think that you may, with a successful stealth check, be able to navigate to the shed, avoiding the, uh, the guards' uh, paths.
0: Arlen thinks he's gonna to try to have a successful stealth
1: check. He's okay. gonna look
2: over at Arlen and be like, I think I can might be able to make something to maybe
1: lure them away as well. Do you wanna make a distraction? Because I actually have a plus four to stealth. I did not <laughs> really expect that. Okay. The robot what kind of, what I kind kind of of distraction.
2: Let's uh let's split the fucking party then. Shit. Right. Sweet. Um I guess more basketballs
3: boom, <laughs> 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 <I'll> just <laughs> I love that his go-to is basketballs. <laughs> so good. I love it. Okay. Uh, so since you are going to draw their attention, make a stealth check with disadvantage, but you're going to give these two advantage on stealth.
2: So I have a 12
1: on my stealth. Not bad. Ooh. Okay. You had a what? Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's good because that was in that one. Nice. Jesus Christ. Dude, that was a great idea then.
3: Oh. Also in that one. <laughs> Fifteen. Okay, perfect. Um, so yeah, your your basketball trick works, and amazingly, they don't even detect where it comes from. I guess goblins don't have like object permanence. <laughs> so like as it bounces, they're, they're like cats. Huh. Huh? huh. <laughs> so like, that, like must just be a random ball it came out of the elevator or something so uh, they start to play a pickup game and just completely like, forget yes. about being guards i guess <laughs> they crit failed on their perception check to, to, like, dr james so. naismith <laughs> my god so you guys uh go over to the the um wooden shed uh, contains a small child covered in dust wearing a once fine now ruined livery of a, of house Orion uh, the boy sobs, shrunken into one corner his face slack stale bread smelly water a pile of rags and a chamber pot round out his accommodations uh, he is manacled uh, are uh, they're sturdy but old manacles um, he doesn't really seem to pay you much attention as you open the door except kind of uh, curling himself back into the corner Um, uh, what do you want to do
1: Uh, break him out okay he has uh, he has some manacles Uh, Uh, the robot pipe comes in and says
4: hello small human we are help
1: (laughs) we are help Uh, he's
3: um, sort of got his eyes open but they're just sort of like blankly staring empty Um, he doesn't respond vocally Uh, anybody trained in medicine I am. Ooh. But I'm distressed. you know, he is suffering from malnutrition. He need he needs food and water. I wasn't,
2: uh, I'm sorry. I was not with him. I was distracting. <laughs> but, and I looked at a <laughs> plus zero. So I do fucking, I mean, do you ride.
3: have, you have proficiency with it? No. Oh, okay. I was just kidding. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know why you have to be trained in medicine to know that he needs food, water, and rest. <laughs> Whatever, Wizards of the He's Coast. a millennial piece of trash.
0: We're gonna put some. He just needs food another job. and then pour some he water over. <laughs> pull him. yourself up from your bootstraps.
3: <laughs> Come on,
2: you're the reason you can't pay your college tuition.
1: Yeah, so avocado toast and iPhone buying, you do. What about my avocado toast? So
3: it it seems like it kind of gives you two options here. You can sort of like take some time to like console him and try to like bring him around. Or if you want, you can like try to unmanacle him and like take him out.
0: Arlen's going to do the Han Solo. (laughs) Come on, kid.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? (laughs) Uh, What's, what's, uh... oh, just like, come on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's not gonna. <laughs> he's still like catatonic, completely. Can I pick him up and carry him out? Uh, he is manacled.
1: Can I grab Can him well, by okay, his after, manacles? If <laughs> we break out the manacles or pick them, lo- they're, they're like yeah. lock wants pickable to... or breakable. Yeah, who wants to pick the locks? I'll try. Okay.
3: okay. What, what, what would you know. thieves' tools be? Give me under? an investigation check first. I have uh, thieves' tools. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you an investigation check.
0: Fourteen.
3: Uh, you notice that they are smeared with some kind of oil.
0: Where's Francis would you need him? Light him on fire. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> They're smeared with a, uh, a sickly looking oil that has a very foul smell. Is it poop? Uh, oh, actually. So I guess you, uh, you do get to know what it is. It is oil of tagget. Uh, you know that this is used, especially you. This is used on manacles that are held on prisoners that, there's a possibility that they might break out. It's a poison. It's a contact poison. So is a robot immune to that? Uh, uh, yes, I am. Are you immune to poison? Uh, cool. I believe so. So you can uh, strength check these, or you can thieves tools check these. Either one. What's? It's a little harder to break them than to pick them. But, uh, but... If
0: he's going to do the pick, can I assist by telling him what to do since...
1: I have used it. Th- okay, so I'm not, I'm, I'm not immune to poison. Mm-hmm. Disease doesn't affect you. You resist poison and okay. gain advantage versus poison. Okay. Wow. So. Okay. So he looks over so, and he says, it's I can't about get, your time to do something. Here, I can't sir. get contagious koala cancer, though.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh, if you want to, like, take the risk, grab it and try to jerk him. You can take the aid <laughs> action. Jerk him. Uh, you can take the aid action if you have proficiency in athletics. Yes. I then... Think- It's green. Yeah, then you do have... Okay. So you can give him the eight action, so you roll with advantage
1: on your strength check.
0: I give you For athletics?
1: For athletics, yeah. Got to beat a 17. Ooh, I get plus five, so this might actually not be shit. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, the first one's an 18.
3: Yeah, so you do break it. Um, As for the poison, um, you're resistant to poison so you would normally take half damage,
1: but it's just a constitution saving throw. So, so I get an advantage on a constitution saving throw. I guess so. That makes sense to me. It, it says I get advantage oh. on poison checks.
3: Oh, nice. Yeah. So roll, uh, yeah,
1: roll constitution twice. You got to beat a 13. That was going off the table. Ooh. ooh. Uh, that is a 13. Okay. On the first one. Alrighty. So I have to beat 13. Right. I think, Is 13 you, I think good? you do it. Yeah. I think if you roll it, let's see what the other one but does. But do you have a plus to your constitution? Yeah, <laughs> that's <one's> a fail. <laughs> that was Crefail. Yeah, <laughs> nice. So, so 13. Yeah,
3: you're good. You, uh, it sort of like melts into your, into your palms a little bit, but doesn't really do any damage, real damage to you. And you pop the, uh, the manacles off the wall. Um,
2: da, 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 da. Uh,
3: yeah. It, it, despite his newly found freedom, he doesn't really respond to being freed. Um,
1: I don't care. That's
3: fine. We're not getting,
1: we're not, we're not counselors here. We're getting paid to save right. him. Exactly. Yeah. Save him physically, not emotionally. Cool. Somebody, uh, somebody grabbing him up. Uh, I the mean, rub it. I have plus five to athletics, so I think I'm the strongest Holy one here. Holy shit. Yeah.
2: You also weigh half a ton, too. So That's why true. the fuck
3: not? Just with bad knees. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: <laughs> so someone else has to put him on my shoulders. <laughs> uh, I can't pick him up.
3: Yeah. Uh, as you turn, you see. Uh, a ghostly apparition of a gnomish detective uh holding a pipe smoking it you know hey quite the uh, mystery we have here it's got a, the sherlock holmes hat the monocle smoking pipe everything
0: Arlen he, he sort raises is an eyebrow and he's like what and who are you
3: <laughs> fingston nizzlech at your service spingston's nizzlebitch <laughs> The greatest detective in Old Sharn.
0: And uh, when was that? Because you don't look like you're living very
3: well right now. Mm. He says, yeah, uh, pretty clearly his dress, mannerisms, lack of knowledge mark him as belonging to a bygone era. Uh, He says, I was on a jewel heist, see? And uh, I've been investigating this heist for a long time, about 500 years. And then why are you back here now? He says, well... Trying to find my body, of course. If I can't find it, I can't pass on.
0: Hmm. So, if we find your body, is there something in it for us?
3: Uh. Probably. Not good enough. All right. Be gone with you
0: then. <laughs> he kind of looks over at the Warforged.
3: Ah, but, yeah. mind is a terrible thing.
1: So, the Warforged. <laughs> The Warforged looks at him, mm-hmm. uh, both eyes fully open. Mm-hmm. Uh the Warforged does want to help this guy. Okay. The Warforged, uh, Mr. Gutsy. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Gutsy says, uh, or Mr. Gutsy outstretches his hand, his right hand, in a handshaking mm-hmm. uh suggestion mm-hmm. to the guy you <laughs> must <It laughs> construct additional pylons. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, have you seen the discombobulate like Sherlock Holmes? Uh, probably. Thing? Uh I'll have to pull that up later. Um it's it's the uh
1: the fight scene with the yeah. the wrestling we, or boxing scene. Yeah, oh. where he like claps his ears. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. somebody
3: edited it to be where like every movie does is discombobulated. He just his ears like a dozen <laughs> times. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> um so yeah, uh since, since you guys were so fucking sneaky and like made these goblins play a pickup game of basketball. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> you spend a bit of time. He he like runs through some theories about like where the heist could have taken place. And he like sort of points to ruins. We get like a, a montage uh, until finally, uh, with your help, he's able to find uh, a gnomish skeleton tucked into a rubble-strewn corner. Um, he uh, He looks amazingly and says, Perhaps I'm not the best detective in Old Sharn anymore, and uh, with one final puff of his uh, his pipe, he sort of disappears, and you feel somewhat enlightened in in terms of uh, mysteries. So you will gain advantage on Wisdom Perception or Intelligence Investigation skill checks for the next twenty four hours. Jesus Christ, it's pretty good.
2: Um, I don't want to jinx it right now, but like, good job, team. Yeah.
1: Uh, there is Especially nothing stopping you from returning so to
3: Unicorn Estate. <laughs> we should do
1: that. Yeah, I'm tired I got, to watch this I got go. the kid. I just imagine I had the kid on my shoulder the entire montage. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> 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 Still nothing. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, I'd say in the are you, like maybe you're talking to Kay, to uh, Alden the whole, or, yeah, Alden the whole time. Well, you said you I was talking,
1: the... so no.
3: Oh yeah, there, there. <laughs> 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 give me a give me a, a persuasion check from. From Mr.
4: Goodson.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's good enough. It's
1: persuasion <laughs> check. Yeah. To who? The kid. The kid. Yeah. Give me. Uh, it's persuasion. How is a twelve? I'm <sighs> sorry.
3: Just shy. Ah. Um. But on your way back, uh, he sort of like his eyes brighten up a little bit as he's brought up into. The, uh, well, it's it's like two a.m., isn't it? Yeah, as he's brought back up into... Well, like are we the, still
1: at the surface? Are we not at... The, are we at the surface? Yeah, I was gonna say, you just step out of We're the elevator. But, I mean, like, this city's so deep. How much of the city actually has surface?
3: <sighs> I mean, you get, you go... So, you went from Terminus all the way down to the Cogs, which is the, like, the lowest part of the city. Um, so, the elevator, or the lift takes you all the way back up. And uh, as you step out, the night sky sort of shines over Sharn. And, uh sort of brightens up a little bit, but he's still like not verbal. Um, but uh, Alden uh, uh, seeing his, his son uh, is overjoyed. Um, uh, assuming uh, now that the war that he had hired for uh, the half ogre uh, is saddened by the deaths of those war that he hired to work for Dask. But he doesn't regret those actions now that his son's alive, of course. Um, Caden thanks you, uh, and he will tell you everything he knows that a half ogre named Gara uh, forced him, uh, the, the leader of Dask, uh, forced him to, or sorry, leader of the village people uh, <laughs> of a, a branch of Dask. Continue the first three paragraphs of the story overview. 260.
1: The ogre came to him and said, mm-hmm. young man, <laughs> you're going to give me a son. I said, young man, he's going to not on see the, the sun. R- <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Young so, man.
3: Uh, you're able to piece together, uh, with advantage might I say, uh, that Gara was, uh, so and, uh, Razor was hired by House Orion, by Caden, to work for Dask. Under Gara, um, to excavate and and search for these artifacts in Old Sharn. Uh, in addition, he gives you the address of a terminus apartment in Lower Tavik's Landing that Gara uses as a safe house and a place to store the books and other things found in Old Sharn's ruins. Uh, the Orion Air offers them, uh, so. He says, and I would appreciate this in your reports if that House Orion is not mentioned and uh, he hands you each uh, 50 gold to ensure that House Orion does not come up in the official reports. Uh, Caden is ashamed of being manipulated and doesn't want to tarnish the reputation of his house.
1: He said 50 gold? 50 gold each.
2: Damn, I'm sitting at almost 200 gold right now. Um,
3: do we really want to extort this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, and... Do uh, you really want to extort yes. this guy? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to try? Yeah. Okay. We can uh, be
0: persuaded to keep you, your name out of it for a little bit more. I best say you can.
3: Uh, he says, uh, yeah, yes. Uh, go ahead and make a, a persuasion check. The negotiations. <clears throat> 12. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, he, he says that that's what I'm, uh, t- I'll tell you what it's late. I'll give you a place to stay and as much food as you can eat for the night. do you about that? Biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Edging. Uh, <laughs> <It's> rum ham. <laughs> rum ham. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, you guys are welcome to stay in the guest house in unicorn estate. Uh, as, as a gesture of goodwill, as you're being uh, escorted to the guest house, uh, Vishtai, the Clash who helped you earlier uh, gives you each a unicorn shaped feather token
2: oh shit uh,
3: it's got the uh, sigil of House Orion on it which I guess is a, probably a unicorn i like a wild <laughs> guess
0: do you guys want to edge our way
1: over to the guest house? yes <laughs> Cool. We're going to go out back and practice <laughs> yeah. so What are we, we practicing? I
3: think now is a good time to take a little break And we'll pick up on this adventure next time
2: Alright Wonderful
0: uh, Are you recording right now? Okay, cool um. Simmons, Simmons Hey, hey, roll me over Simmons Hey, hey, guess what? I'm a pickle I'm Pickle Crown It's the Salty Boys and I,
5: I We always love you, I love you. And I...
0: Truly, it's not bourbon. And etching! etching. etching.